Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Wrapping up the pregame show, sponsored by School City of Mishawaka. Week number nine of the Indiana High School football season here on this Friday, a frigid Friday, October 14th. With Matt Rendell, I'm Brian Miller. Matt Embry spinning the dials back at our WSBT radio group and 96.1 The Ton Studios. He will keep us uh, up to date and abreast on some other games around the area that we'll keep you posted on with the U.S. Sidecrafters scoreboard, including Goshen at Northwood, Warsaw at Northridge, Concord at Plymouth and the Northern Lakes Conference. Busy night in other area conferences, including the NIC with Penn at Adams, Elkhart at New Prairie. That should be a good one. South Bend St. Joe and Marion renew the Holy War battle over at Otulski Field. And in the NIC North-South Division, Riley's at Jimtown, Bremen is at Clay, and John Glenn is host hosting, rather, the South and Washington Panthers. Moments ago, we heard Matt Rendell, the comments from Coach Keith Kinder. You've had the pleasure of being alongside with Sean throughout the season and uh, seeing this uh, K-Bank club through roughly eight weeks of football. Your thoughts coming in here tonight? Well, I mean, the team has played great pretty much all season, but honestly, it's been fun to watch. They've been fun out there. They've been playing hard. They've made a lot of big plays, maybe given up a few things here or there, both offensively and defensively, but they've played hard all season. They've had fun all season. You've seen them uh, uh, really blossom, especially on defense here later in the season, as you've, you've had tougher games early on. It was a little bit easy for them, and would it, you know, Keith talked about it all season what would they do when they faced adversity? Well, they faced some in Northridge. They've definitely faced some the last two weeks, and you've seen them come through pretty successfully. Northwood, they had a few things that could have gone their way and, and got the win, but you've seen them come through that. Here, Wawasee's had a tough season. They want to play well, getting ready for the important games. Cavemen will kick off. Wawasee won the toss. They have elected to take the football to begin this football game and a long line drive that is fielded back at the 8-yard line by the Warriors. Brought straight up the gut. 15, 20, 25, 30 and tripped up just past the 30-yard line is the kick return there for Hunter Tinky and the Wawasee Warriors. So Wawasee, as we describe it, they will go from left to right. They're in their home black jerseys Dark green numerals, somebody that does not broadcast, yeah. they definitely design these uniforms. That's all I'm going to say. And uh, the green helmet. Tradition school colors is the forest green and old gold. Very little gold in these Wawasee yep. uniforms, and they will go to work looking to, on senior night, grab some momentum. One of the big tests for this Warrior Club, they are going to have to really have uh, a lot of athleticism and a whole lot of... Uh, Testo afforded to because they're playing seven players two ways. And on the opening shotgun snap, a rollout, and it is Bale and Eby coming straight up the gut, untouched for a sack and a loss on the shotgun snap play of about seven yards. So second and long, just underway here from Syracuse. Yeah, now is from the very start, Eby came off the edge. Nobody touched him. The quarterback said no chance. As it looked like, is that Shoemaker? Yes. Quarterback, perfect. Shoemaker didn't have a chance there as he went down for the sack, kicking the second and long. Sorry, Matt. Kidman no, employing four 
defenders up on the defensive line here tonight. Shotgun snap taken on a little draw play. The inside handoff goes nowhere to Cameron Zimmerman. And he is the lone running back in the backfield. Mason Shoemaker, the starting quarterback. And Shoemaker after the shotgun sack with an inside handoff play, and he gets nothing. So now third down in a country mile, third and 19, just underway a minute plus in to this football game. And Mitchell Walk off to a good start defensively. Again, running with a four-man defensive front tonight. Balen Eby and Carmine Orozco on the ends. Dawson Nowacki and Peyton Jones, they're clogging up the middle. Shotgun formation. Shoemaker takes a snap. Four receivers, two left, two right. Throw over the right side. It's through the hands of an intended defender who had the interception. The ball went right through the hands into the receiver. And a catch and run out to the 40-yard line. A huge break for Wallace And a first down for the Warriors. That yeah, ball went right through the hands of the defender. I think, I think it was Brady Newsom. It was, yeah. Brady Newsom was right there, and not, too, not. It's not one of those that went through his hands. There was a guy right there. I mean, that pass was right to him. It almost looked like it was thrown to Brady Newsom. He put his hands up, and he didn't even get them closed, and it went right through, right to the offensive receiver there. It looked like that was number fourteen, Tinky. Huge play that picks up nearly sixty yards, and now a little screen pass out to the far left-hand side. It goes incomplete. It, but there will be a penalty on Wawasee before the play can completely engineer and get underway. So the penalty on a first and 10 from the 41 will push you back to the 46. It'll be first and 15. 10-15 here in our first quarter. We're scoreless just underway. Wawasee with three negative plays and then a huge, huge play on that what looked to be a sure interception. Yeah. I mean, you honestly don't see it go through somebody's hands quite like that. Just right through them to the offensive receiver. Shotgun step. Inside draw play. Handoff it is Zimmerman again. He'll go right up the center stage. And getting back most of the penalized yards for a pickup of about four. It'll be now second down at 12. Up front for Wallace Chance Flannery is the starting center. Six-foot senior, 240-pounder. Brandon Freeman. 5'11", senior, 220. Blandon Reynolds, 6'3", 225, also up there, along with Hunter Kudish and Cameron Reyes. Reyes is 6'2", 185, and Kudish is 5'11", 210. Man in motion now. Shotgun snap inside handoff against Zimmerman. He'll try to swing to the outside. There's nothing there. One, two, three white jerseys. Great pursuit by the caveman defense. Again, running with four offensive, or rather four defensive linemen, and Balen Eby the first in on the hit. A loss of three on the play. Yeah, and if you're going to have three defenders in the backfield there on the running back before he can even get going, that's going to be a tough night. But maybe you just get third and longs and throw the pass downfield and see what happens. Right now, four wideouts, three to the left, one to the right, and long signal count, and a offside penalty defensively as somebody jumped on the Mishawaka defensive line. Uh, it was more than somebody. It was three different <laughs> defensive lines. It was a line. chorus. <laughs> yeah. It was a chorus of uh, early jumpers. I think only one of them stayed onside. Three of them went off, and so that's going to be an easy offsides call. Great on, great job by Mason Shoemaker, the Wallace quarterback, to uh, kind of shake up the cadence just a bit and force that turnover, or the uh, penalty, rather. So third and 11, shotgun snap, Shoemaker looking left, turning left, throwing left, passes complete, and a great hit. Ball is fumbled on the carpet and picked up by Mishawaka, but they will rule it incomplete. Isaac Valdez had ideas of going 50 yards on his scoop and score, but instead the ball off the hands of the intended receiver, and it was defended well by Mishawaka on that outside, and meanwhile there is a Warrior player down 
on the play. And let's see, that is going to be number 14, Hunter Tinky. Yeah, and he's up now walking off, but he caught that pass, and as he was turning up field, there's a defender right there hitting him, kind of in a, a good clean hit. Low, you know, they hit him right in the chest area, but that's going to knock the wind out of you. I've never played football, but that was <laughs> like the, I understand that. That was a welcome wagon hit. That's right. So a short stoppage in play after the injury timeout, and now facing fourth at 11. Let's see if Wallace chooses to go for it here. They're kind of in that borderline area yeah. on the field at the K-Van 42. We are scoreless here at the 841 mark here in our opening period. Wallace got the opening kickoff and has had the football ever since the beginning, and really one big, big play has been their offense. So yeah, again they, now, fourth and 11. Right, and they're lined up in their offensive set. Doesn't mean they're going to run an offensive play, but they're ready to run one. Shoemaker in the shotgun. Four receivers all to the left, looking to the right, though. Turning, looking to the left. Has lots of pressure now as he's flushed out to the right. Pump fakes once, turns, cuts back inside, past the 35. And shy of the first down, he's dropped at the 32-yard line. Donovan Snyder among the men in white jerseys there for the tackle for the caveman. And a need of 11 yards, and the Wobble see offensive rush right there. The scramble by the quarterback, Shoemaker, and that's 10, so a turnover on downs will give it to Mishawaka. The gamble almost paid off. I, say, I didn't think he was that close, but he made a good cut back inside uh, from the sideline, and he was only a yard or two short, so it was close, but I think pretty clearly not, not quite there, and that will turn it over to the Cavemen for their first offensive drive of the game. Cavemen doing a good job on that defensive set other than that one big play. And you know, running four defensive linemen tonight and going with just three linebackers with Aiden Hooten out of the lineup. He was shaken up last week in the road win at Concord. So we're scoring as 832 here in our opening period. Mishawaka 7-1 on the season. will touch the football for the first time with junior quarterback Brady Fisher behind center. Garrett Ginter and the inside handoff. And there's a fumble on the play. And it is recovered by Wawasee. The inside handoff to the K-Man fullback, Norvell Miller, who has had difficulties with fumbles, five of those this year, and losing all five. Well, make it number six, and that sets up Wallace C in excellent field position, first and ten at the K-Man 32-yard line. Yeah, just a, a tough run there by Miller. He got the ball. Novell Miller got the ball up the middle. Got hit pretty hard right away. That ball just came out and a pretty easy clear recovery by Wallace C. Turns the ball back over. So the Cavemen have one play and one turnover so far today. So Mishawaka with just a one play drive. They turned the ball over and now Wallace C. An exceptional field position to start here in a scoreless battle at 8-27 first quarter. Shotgun snap. Shoemaker takes it. Looking left. Now he's getting pressure from left, center, and right and he will be dropped on a sack Back around the 37-yard line. A loss on the play of another five yards. So the majority of Wabasee's offensive plays have been of the negative variety. But a penalty, a one big, big play, and a little um, quarterback scramble, scramble yeah. has really been their offense. Mason Shoemaker and company trying to uh, take advantage of this K-band turnover. They tried to run a fake screen there and try to hit somebody down the field, but the screen was actually open. And I, if he throws that, he's got an open guy at least four or five yards. So maybe they'll go back to that here later. Four receivers, two left, two right, fumble on the snap, and then a loose ball exchange, and it's picked up by Wallace and saved on a possession saver. But in the uh, helter-skelter scramble of all that, the uh, ball is fumbled back behind the 40-yard line. And Wallace with Mason Shoemaker recovering his own fumbled snap. So bear with us, fans. I know we touched on it in the pregame uh, in the uh, kickoff 
describing Wallace's uniform. Yeah. It is a black jersey with dark, dark, dark green numbers and not the best lights in the uh, no. state here. It is very difficult to tell who is who out there. Back to pass. Shoemaker unloads it. The r- right-hander throws it downfield. Up for grabs. Ball is caught at the five-yard line. But let's see who has it. Is it Wallace? Yes, it is. What a huge catch there by Braden Pike. Six-foot sophomore went up. Nose for nose with a caveman defender. And all of a sudden, Wallace C, with a couple of big breaks and two big pass plays, is sitting on the doorstep. First and goal to go at, they will mark it at the the five, yeah, four-yard line. Yeah, another just throw it up there, and they went up and got it. Trey Thomas thought he had it, and they just took it right away from him. So that'll be first and goal for Wallace C. Warriors running seven players two ways. That's going to be a big factor as we roll on here, but the Shoemaker snap from behind center goes an inside handoff to Cameron Zimmerman, and Zimmerman will bust forward for maybe a half yard if any forward progress at all. It'll be second and goal at the four. Yeah, and there's not much at the line. The Caveman uh, defensive line has been so good all season, but uh, we'll see what they can do. Caveman up front with E.B. Orozco, Jones and Nowacki. Nowacki in the middle. Snyder, Jackson Snyder, Katie Williams, Isaac Valdez are the threesome as they run with three linebackers tonight. Secondary with Thomas Washington, Jack Troyer, and Brady Newsom. Shotgun snap. Outside, pass, right side, floater in the end zone. Touchdown, Wawasi! And the Warriors take advantage of a miscue and a couple of big plays and the toss to tight end Donovan Blair and Wallace C is drawing first blood they lead it six to nothing yeah I mean a, a good all play getting the, the toss up but all a good, kinds of pressure yeah. on Shoemaker but he was able to get a, a defender rather a receiver wide open in the back corner of the right side of the end zone for the score yeah, he rolled out to, to kind of our side on the near side here, and he just threw it a really good pass on the run, got it up the, up in the air to his tight end, caught it for the touchdown. Point after conversion off of the toe of their extra point kicker, Tim Bolt. It is up, and it is good. So tie on the field, 6-10 to go here in our opening period. Don't look now, but Wallace C on senior night with some momentum early, taking advantage of a K-Band turnover. They lead it 7-0 here on 96-1 the ton, your home of the K-Band. So Wawasi still in the page of the Mishawaka Caveman book with time of possession and number of snaps. Mishawaka with just one snap. We're at the 6-10 mark in this opening period. And Wawasi taking advantage of the Caveman miscue. Leads it 7 to nothing on a four-yard touchdown pass by junior quarterback Mason Shoemaker to fellow junior Donovan Blair. And Wawasi has uh, kind of gut-punched Mishawaka right out of the gate here. Now the ensuing kickoff. By Bolt is out of bounds or on the four-yard line, so that is a penalty. And Mishawaka will get the football with great field position now to start here on their second drive of the football game, and it will be just their second snap. Yeah, tough start for the Cavemen. Uh, this is kind of on topic here of the kick out of bounds. I'm pro kicking it out of bounds. I'm, I'm all for it. You can't return it for touchdowns. Uh, you're, you're ready to go. You give the ball to 35, but... See what you can do on defense now if you're Wallace C with the lead. So Brady Fisher behind center gives the handoff to the fullback, Novell Miller, and Miller will blast off right tackle for a pickup of about three. It'll be second down and seven. So Miller's second carry. The first one resulted in his sixth fumble of the season. And certainly something that came in. They 
been all about rebounding from adversity. You're going to have to bounce back from a little early adversity here, trailing by a touchdown. 5.46 to go in this opening period. Fisher with the snap. Takes a handoff. Miller, big hole, busts it forward for the first down, past the 45, and rolls forward to near the 50. And that's what you want from Miller. He's got the speed and the size. If he can hold on the ball, you saw him grab it, and he just went right up the middle, and nobody touched him until he's 7, 8 yards down the field and gets a first down almost to the 50-yard line. This very strong offensive line. Of course, built around Dawson Nowacki and Tanner Parmalee. The two big kids, if you will, up front. Garrett Ginter at center. Matthew Willis and Cole Chalberg in the starting combination. A little floater to the near side. Caught by Hardy. Hardy with a shake and big move to the 35. And steps out of bounds around the 31. Good catch. Good run. And a couple really nice fakes and cuts by Chaz Hardy. And he last week had some big yards late in the football game at Concord. Here comes up with just his second reception of the season. It sets up the cave-in with a first down, sponsored by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. Yeah, good play there, and you saw it come in there. They, they ran those three wide receivers, one to the far side, two here to the near side, and they were able to, to get the pass out to him quickly and get them some yards. Two receivers wide to the right, Beam Smith to wing left, inside handoff, big hole! Novell Miller's going to bust it open all the way for a score, untouched after he got through the line of scrimmage, 33-yard scamper, and Mishawak is within one, it's 7-6. to six. 32-yard run by Norvell Miller. Yeah, big open hole, and nobody touched him. He hit that hole, and he used that speed. He's a track star out here for the Cavemen. He's going to be running track season again. You saw him hit that, and once he got that. So right now, if you can get him untouched for a little bit, that ball stays in his hands, he gets to the end zone, you're good. Norvell Miller with 11, now 12 touchdowns on the season, leading this squad. And now the Cavemen will go for a two-point conversion. Bean Smith and Chaz Hardy are the wingmen, left and right respectively. Single wide out to the far right, and the single setback is Miller. Now Brady Fisher fakes, dumps it over the right side, and or left side rather, and it's intended here for Peyton Jones. Peyton Jones who lined up as a receiver. Peeled off the left end of the offensive line, and that pass is overthrown between he and Brady Fisher. Incomplete, so the two-point conversion has failed, but a timeout of the field, 5-10 to go. So it just took 60 seconds for the caveman to get back on the, or get on the scoreboard, rather, and pull within a point. It is Wawasee 7, Mishawaka 6. You're two in Mishawaka caveman football here on 96-1 the ton. We're back to Syracuse after this. Along with Matt Rendell, I'm Brian Miller. The ensuing kickoff by the caveman is long and deep back at the 8-yard line, brought forward to the 15. 20, 25, 30, 35, and drug down from behind is the Wallace return man. 50 run there on the return by number 14. That would be Hunter Tinky. Tinky is one of seven players who plays two ways. Tinky is an outside cornerback on defense. He is a slot man and a wide receiver on the offense and also is their main man on special teams kick returning. So he's a busy boy. And, Brian, you kick it out of bounds. You give it to him at the 35. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We've seen a couple big kick returns against the Cavemen this year. Lucas Larson nailed it well, but that kick return sets up Wallace with nice field position, leading by one at 7-6 here. A little screen pass. Dumper out left side. It is Shoemaker connecting out to the far side with Pike. 
And a short gain on the play. And hopefully no line of scrimmage. And check that. It was not Pike, but Hunter Tinky. And Tinky's the one that got hit pretty hard on the, the last drive before they scored the touchdown. And this, and he's back in the game, which is good to see. Probably just lost his breath a little bit. Um, but he's back out there. Had a good return. Had a good catch. But, again, like you said, didn't get many yards. So no gain on the play. If anything, maybe a half a yard one way or the other. But we'll call it second and ten. 4.30 first quarter. We'll see up here on the home turf by 176. Inside handoff on a little jet sweep. Near side, Hunter Tinky, and he is stripped down. Isaac Valdez stripped the ball away, but not before Tinky was ruled down. And he loses maybe a yard on the play. And that was an, a really, really good play by Valdez. Not, he made the tackle, but he stretched that play out. He took on his blocker. He made him go to the outside, which is what you want to do. And then he got off that block and was able to bring down Tiki for a loss on the play. 39th solo tackle for Isaac Valdez, his 49th tackle point on the season. And now on third and 11 at 352 in counting here in our opening period. Wallace C will go to work with another third and long play. This is something quite familiar to them. Cavemen defensively are allowing their opponents just 35%. Here comes the blitz. Little dump pass on the screen. One missed tackle, but a broken play up to the 40-yard line. Results in only about two net yards. Good inside pressure right up the gut from Mishawaka. And you saw good, good pursuit by Orozco, EB, and that uh, inside defensive line posse. Chasing down Mason Shoemaker. He's going to see a lot of white and maroon in his sleep tonight. Nightmares of being chased by the caveman defense. Absolutely. I mean, Carmine Orozco, I mean, he just threw his defender, threw his blocker off, and he was in the backfield before he, the Shoemaker had a chance to do much of anything. Shot, but he got the ball snap. off. Punting time. Tim Bolt will boot it. He crushes this punt. Takes a high bounce at the 15 and rolls back inside the 10. Chased out nicely by the Wawasee special teamers. Good hustle play there by Wawasee with Derek Bontrager. The 5'10 junior chasing that ball down, and that was a punt. Big time, yeah. Of 20, 30, 40, almost 50, 50, nearly 50 yards. Well, in... 45 of that was in the air. I mean, that didn't bounce very far. It didn't take a big roll, you know, nothing like that. It bounced and kind of went sideways a few yards. Right now, you've kind of got a crosswind. In fact, as we set up this, the uh, the field, Mishawaka's bench and or their bench and, and stands area across the way is actually with the wind at their back. Kind of like a southwest wind almost. And now a penalty... Caveman with a false start, and right now Mishawaki is not in sync. No. And Keith Kinder and his coaching staff are not happy campers, I assure you. Here at three minutes to go, first quarter, and Wallace leading 7-6. That's the 1-7 Wallace Warriors right. against the 7-1 Mishawaki Caveman. No disrespect to Wallace yeah. but the fact of the matter is the Caveman are not playing well right now. Well, they've had chances. They missed an interception. They had another interception pulled away from them. So right now they've got to go a long way, and that looked like another false start, but no flags. Inside handoff, it'll be Novell Miller pushing from the backfield and really receiving the football. He lined up in the end zone and was able to push things out from the four down to the 11 for a gain of seven. And, Brian, that far side of the line, that right side of the line there was moving before that ball was snapped. So keep an eye on that. You just had a false start. Another one maybe trying to get some some new players in there early on. Second and six now. Man in motion. Beatty Fisher will turn and give it off to an inside man. And very little running room there for Novell Miller. 
Yeah, but even when you say little, that play didn't look like it. You're still getting three or four yards. So uh, that's what you want to get. You lost the yards on the penalty. You got it back on the first run. Now you've only got a, a third and four, third and three-ish. Very uh, manageable. Yeah, for sure. Two so, minutes, eight seconds to go here in this first quarter. Seven, six Warriors on the home turf leading the white clouded cave out of Mishawaka. Mishawaka on their travel white jerseys, white pants, white helmets with the maroon numerals and trim. Of course, our uniform description brought to you by Kevin Drazier and the team of BSN Sports. Handoff sweeping out right side, and on third and four, Miller gets maybe a half yard of anything. It'll be fourth down and three now, and decision time for Keith Kinder and Mishawaka. You would anticipate probably a punt upcoming. And right now, I do not see Lucas Larson or any kicking core coming in. In fact, Larson is just uh, kind of flexing his legs yeah. over on the sideline, and the offense is going to be challenged right here with a big play. Fisher takes a snap, sweeps to the outside, has a break, uh, past the 30, 35, 40, up to the 50, 45, stutter steps, cuts back at the 40, and then wrestled down from behind by one, two, and three different Wallace defenders. Led right there by number 22, Dennis Chase. And that was a great play. You haven't seen him keep it all game. And so he kept that one on a fourth and two from your own end of the field. And he just kind of hit a hole there and then cut it back towards the left side of the field towards us. And he had a wide open area. And if, like his dad has said, if he had some speed, he could have gone all the way. But he made it all the way to the 37. So it is now first and 10 came in, sponsored by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage on that rushing play on a fourth down decision. Brady Fisher with a big, big run out to the 42. And now a little... Slot pass out to the far right-hand side. Jazz Hardy let a catch and run earlier for a first down. This time, instead of left, he goes to the right, and he picks up roughly about nine. He needed, uh, of course, uh, ten for the first down. It'll be second and one. This is a offensive coordinator's dream call right here. Absolutely, and another good uh, screen pass there. That pass needed to be a little bit higher. Hardy had to come down to grab it, but he made a good cut to get nine yards. Possibly the last play of the quarter. Fisher under center, takes a snap, fakes it to Miller, pulls it out, turns, spins himself forward, has the first down. But I think we have a penalty flag down on the play. So that will scratch out and take away, wipe out the first down run by Fisher. And a procedure penalty will be costing Mishawaka five yards here and take away the first down. So instead of second and one, we're now staring at second and six with 18 seconds here in the period. When you wonder, you know, you had the tough game last week, but you also had the weird practice schedule that Coach Kinder talked about in the pregame show. How much of that's affecting the team out here as they made a number of pretty costly mistakes here early on? Not a good first 12 minutes for the boys in maroon and white. Fisher takes a snap. Inside handoff, Chance Hardy from the fullback position. He will explode forward, has the first down, and more out past the 25, up to around the 23. And that will be the final play of our first quarter. So certainly nothing to write home about if you're a Mishawaka K-Man fan as they try to survive here against upset-minded Wawa C down here on senior night in Syracuse. Our score after one, 12 minutes in the books. Wawa C seven. Mishawaka 6. Second quarter play-by-play next. Stay tuned as you're two with Mishawaka K-Band football on 96-1 the top. We turn the page to quarter number two. High school football a Friday night edition here on 96-1 the ton along with Matt Rendell. I'm Brian Miller. Some scores on the U.S. Sidecrafter school board for the Northern Lakes Conference. All these are first quarter tallies. Northwood 7, Goshen no score. 
Plymouth and Concord down at the Rock Pile. Concord leading 14-0, while Warsaw and Northridge, they're tied 7-7 at Middlebury. And in the Holy War over in Mishawaka, Mishawaka Marion and South Bend St. Joe, they too in the NIC are not at 7-7. So 12 minutes of football in the book, first snap of this second quarter. Caveman working the football on the ground and getting it out to the 20-yard line. So now on second down, they'll face a second-and-six play, trailing by 1-7-6. After a not-so-shiny, bright first 12 minutes of football here, they'll see if they can improve things in period two. Fisher takes the snap. Scissors play as they will crisscross the backs of the backfield, and the wingman from the right side, Chaz Hardy, will take the football out past the 20 and pushes forward to about the 17-yard line for a gain of about three. So third and about four. Again, just underway here in period two. 7-6 while we're seeing the cavemen looking to grab their first lead of the night. Yeah, they've struggled in that first quarter. They did get the one good touchdown drive. They had a big fourth down play on this drive, and now they've got a third and about four here that they need to convert. But they're in a position where they definitely have an opportunity to go for it if they get a couple yards here Troyer. and try to score a touchdown. Sorry, Matt. Troyer wide to the left. Two wingmen. Single setback is Miller. Fisher fakes to the fullback, keeps it himself, is brought down from behind as one, two, three, and four. Green cladded defenders will track him down for a gain of only about a yard or two, but short of the first down of the cave, it'll be fourth at about a yard and a half on the next snap, and I guarantee you Keith Kinder and Mishawaka's cave are going to go for it here. Yeah, they took Troyer out, brought in an extra lineman, so look for something on the ground here from the caveman, which, I mean, honestly, isn't unusual at any down, any down for the caveman. Caveman with a six-man front right now. Hardy in motion. Fisher takes a snap, gets a key block from the left tackle position. Good, good block there by Dawson Nowacki. Opened up a big hole, and Fisher needing two. Picked up enough yards to push it out to the 10-yard line and set up first to goal to go, Mishawaka. Yeah, really good job there by Fisher. Just seeing that hole, jumping through it, getting the first down. And now you got first and goal at the 10, and they're going to keep that kind of big lineup in. So two wings that will be Bean Smith and Chaz Hardy. Single setback. That will be Miller. Hardy in motion. Toss sweep left. Blocker out there to the left side. Hardy breaks one, breaks two, and third tackle in the end zone. Touchdown, Mishawaka. What a huge run by Chaz Hardy. Some nice blocks out on the left. One by wide receiver Bean Smith. And then the inside blocking core helped out to get Hardy free on that extra effort. And he comes up hobbling just a bit, but scores on the 10-yard plunge. And the Cavemen, they score the touchdown to grab their first lead on this football game. Yeah, and a good hard run by Hardy. He got hit three or four times getting into the end zone. A couple times initially right at the goal line, and he was able to score. But like you said, he's kind of coming up a little bit uh, hobbling there. Looks like an ankle, maybe a foot problem. He's had a few this year already, so see what he looks like going forward. Ethan Bryce and Hardy are the wideouts to the near right-hand side. Inside handoff. Fisher fakes to Miller, keeps it himself, and he will go in untouched to the left side of that offensive line for a two-point conversion. So the Cavemen able to get their first lead of the night here at 9.40 to play in our first half on our score, Mishawaka 14, Wawasi 7, 10-yard run by Chaz Hardy, his third score of the season. Cavemen up by seven. We're back after this on 96-1. Back here to a brisk Syracuse, Indiana. Mishawaka 14-7 leaders that the Lucas Larson and Suey kick. He's fielded back around the 8-yard line and brought forward past the 15. 
before the return man is met with an exclamation point there by Isaac Valdez. Yeah, really good coverage there by Valdez. A really good kick, honestly, all the way to the seven, kind of towards the sideline, so not a lot of room to work with, and a good tackle by Valdez, as we'll say often here tonight. A good pin job there by the K-Man special team, and a good kick by Lucas Larson. And at 9.36 to go, 14-7 Mishawaka, who trailed 7-0 on the initial score by Wawasee at the 6-10 mark. They would answer a minute later. They would give up another score and then, uh, or uh, almost gave up another score, but they were able to dodge a bullet. And now a penalty as we have Warriors going every which direction. And that's a false start that we could even call from 60 yards that's away right. up here in the press box. Well, when, when you have the linemen and, and wideouts doing the same things, you know something was messed up there. And so you had multiple people there moving early, going to cause that and really put them in a real big hole. Now they're back at the 13, I think. Offensive combustion right yeah. there, I think, something like that. So. Well, and both teams have had that. Penalties, uh, loss of yards, turnovers. So see what Wallace can do here now in first and 15. So Mason Shoemaker continues the junior at center. He will settle into a shotgun formation, hash mark left. Facing now, first and 15. He'll roll out, he'll tuck it, he's going to run it past the 15, and he's wrestled out of bounds outside the 20-yard line. Good hustling pursuit by the caveman defense. And contact made there by Caden Williams from the Sam linebacker position among two or three other defenders in on the play, chasing down Shoemaker after that pickup about seven. Yeah, pretty good play. A fake to the running back there. Looked like he wanted to pass it, but right away just said, I'm going to come around this corner. Nobody's here. Get seven or eight yards here and get us into a position where we can get a first down. Still hash mark left here, second and eight at 9.28 before halftime. Mishawaka 14-7 leaders. Shotgun snap, Shoemaker, two-step drop, turns, fires over the middle, pass complete once, twice, and thrice. Donovan Blair, the tight end, is hit. He who had Blair the touchdown catch earlier will get pounded around the 25-yard line, but will pick up about six on the play. And now an interesting third-and-three play here for Wallace C, trailing by a score as we near the nine-minute mark to go before halftime. Yeah, really good play. You run that play again, you're getting a first down. So good job finding the open tight end and getting him for five yards. Zimmerman, the lone setback, he, and a penalty on the play. Caveman jumped. I had the field glasses, the binoculars, right on the shotgun step. I did not see who jumped, but it was obvious. And the Warriors are celebrating a five-yard penalty and pick up of the first down. Yeah, it was uh, for the caveman. They had brought in a backup lineman. That was number 84, Sean Miller, who took the, the offsides and went directly out. High snap over the head of Shoemaker. He'll chase it down and then slide and fall on the football, wisely enough to save the possession at the 10-yard line. Although a loss of 20 on that high snap that literally was five feet over his head. Yeah, and had no chance. And, and really a good job by Shoemaker there of saying, okay, I'm going to get back on this ball and get the ball back, and hopefully we can try to do something uh, as he they lose almost 20 yards, as you said there. 20-yard loss, so now second down, and they'll say 28. Although I'd say probably closer to 30, but either way, long on second down. Shotgun. Screen pass. Near side, caught. Shake and bake move with the 10, and then ran out of bounds. It's going to be Derek Bontrager. Or check that, not Bontrager, but Braden Pike. Again, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm pleading, I'm pleading <laughs> with the uniform designers here at Wallasee. Next time, you cannot put dark numbers on dark shirts. Well, now you got the refs talking about something here. 
That's normally not good if you're on the offense. Well, they're marking oh, it off. Oh, wow. It's going to go against the defense. And I think we have an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. Well, no, they said, they said a sideline uh, penalty there. So it looked like a five-yard penalty. So they got a couple yards on the pass. Either way, a penalty will march off some extra real estate against Wall or against Mitchell Walker, rather, now setting up third down and 19 from the 21. Shotgun snap, Shoemaker stepped back, and he will be blitzed, and he will be sacked. Great pursuit by the caveman on offense or on defense. Carmine Orozco with a great play. Yeah, Orozco's been good all season. He's been just really fantastic at every about every game. And right there, he just got back in the backfield. Easy, easy uh, sack for him as they'll put Wallace uh, in fourth and very long. So punt formation on fourth and a quarter mile, fourth and 27. Good snap, good rush, good kick. And on the run, the ball is muffed by Hardy, but picked up by Hardy, and he is getting a little four-leaf clover in his shoe right there for being able to hang on to that football because he, on the run, caught the ball. And again, there's a win factor. Right. Caught the ball on the run, fumbled it around the 46. It rolled back to the 42, and he was able to scoop it up and save that caveman possession. That's a big play. Yeah, and, and yes, he dropped it, but a good heads-up play of once the ball went down, he said, okay, I'm going to go grab this, make sure I get it, and then hold on to it. Got both arms around it and went down. So Wallace C. forced to punt with a couple of big negative yard plays there that the uh, defense can hang some pride on. Now the Mishawak offense looks to add to their 14-7 lead here at 7.15 to play before halftime. Fisher will send the man in motion. Fake the inside handoff. Fisher will pull it out and run off to the left side. Good blocking out to that left end. And Brady Fisher on the run from the 44 up to the 50. Right at the midfield equator is where he stopped and picks up six. Yeah, good run there by Fisher. Uh, Got kind of out ahead of his own blocks as they actually put that at the 49 it looks like i thought he got a little bit further than that but either way a five-yard pickup second and five the caveman will take that at 650 and counting before halftime again leading 14 to 7 looking to improve on their 7-1 record on the season toss sweep near side bean smith shakes bakes turns spins has blockers out front he'll bust it past the 40 to the 45 inside the 30 and tripped up at the 28-yard line on the initial surge, Matt Willis pulling from the offensive guard position, swinging out. He got a good initial block to free Bean Smith, and then it looked like actually Willis and Smith were dance partners because they were dancing around with different defenders all the way down past the 30-yard line on a K-Man first down sponsored by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. Bean Smith's got to keep up his yards per carry average. He was over 10 yards per carry. That one was well over 10 yards, so one rush. And he already got a bunch of yards. Caveman, two receivers to the left inside handoff. Novell Miller, and he'll push it forward with a good surge off that offensive line out past the 25 to the 24. A gain up of four. Game four makes it second and six. Good surge off the offensive line again on that left side for the Caveman. And now on that pickup of four, it'll be second down and six. We're at the 555 mark. Triple nickels here before halftime. And our halftime report on the way, Jane Wright from the Mishawaki Education Foundation will be our guest with Dean Huppert on our halftime report interview. Miller just plunges right in the center. I'm wondering if he wasn't maybe juggling the ball as the handoff came from Brady Fisher. But quarterback to fullback, and Miller gets no gain. Yeah, there wasn't anything there. Like you said, maybe juggling or whatever. He went down pretty quickly. Um, 
just a comment from a, a, a fellow press box uh, a person up here saying, how are these jerseys even legal? That was the comment from somebody else up here, not from Mishawaka, I want to say. They're hard to see. They are hard to see. Brady Fisher under center. Ginter snap. Now Fisher will follow Miller and a pulling guard or two out for first down yardage past the 20 up to the 18 where he needed to get and falls forward to the 16. Yeah, good run by uh, Brady Fisher there, and you've seen it here today. When they needed those third down plays, the fourth down plays, Brady Fisher's kept it, and he's got those first downs. He's got those big gains, and that'll be first and ten for the Cavemen. Gronkowski and Parmalee on the pull there to assist getting that needed yardage for the first down. And again, Mishawaka first and ten at the 16, sponsored by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. Cavemen trying to add to their seven-point lead. Fisher will be wrestled down as there was definite pursuit right up center stage by that Wallacee front line. And again, they're playing seven players two ways a majority of the time. That time, Donovan Blair, Brendan Freeman, and Cameron Zimmerman, all kids playing two ways, really bottled things up in the middle there for no gain, maybe a yard, if anything, of forward progress. Cavemen are fortunate to get anything on that play. Second down, second and nine at 410 to play before halftime. Fisher fakes it. Reverse from left to right. Coming near side is Hardy. Stiff arms one defender. Shake and bake at the 10. Cuts back into the 5 and dives forward to the 3. They fake the reverse from the wingman right going Bean Smith to the left. As they fake it to Smith coming from the other direction. Left to right is Chaz Hardy. And Hardy has done a great job with a couple big pass catches, a couple big carries, and another K-man first down to set him up first to goal to go at the four. Sponsored by Kevin Putz, the first Midwest Mortgage. Yeah, good play by Fisher there on the pitch. A good pitch as Hardy came on the reverse to the right side and was able to get a big run. Now Hardy in motion. Fisher, kind of a quarterback draw play. He takes a step back and then gets a nice surge up the middle. Good initial blocking right in the center area there by Chris Gronkowski and Garrett Ginter. And that opens up a little room for Fisher to pick up a yard or so. So second and goal to go from the three at 3.39 to play. Mishawaka leading 14-7, looking to add to their tally and when, their lead. Yeah, when Fisher tried to hit that hole, there wasn't a lot there. There was a couple defenders, so he did a good job just getting the yard or two. Looked like maybe something got, might have got missed up on the blocking there. But he got a couple yards out of it and able to make it second and goal from the three. Fisher behind center. Wings left and right, inside handoff. Norvell Miller will blast off right tackle. Touchdown, Mishawaka. Caveman going with a blast from the fullback to the right side where Matthew Willis and Cole Chalberg open up some real estate for the score. And the Caveman open up at a lead of 13. It is 20-7. Yeah, good job by the Caveman on that drive. They, they needed to get some points. They knew... They messed up early on with some penalties, some plays on defense that got away from them, and then the fumble on offense, and they've done a good job having a couple drives, a couple big plays, and then kind of, you know, some typical Mishawaka drives. Point after conversion, this with a high snap brought down by Brady Fisher, but the wide point after conversion by Lucas Larson does not get inside the upright. It is no good wide left, and the score will stay 13-point contest. So timeout on the field, 3.15 to play. Here in period number two, and before halftime, our score, Mishawaka 20. Almost C7. We break for this as you're in two with Mishawaka High School football on 96-1 the ton. The Lucas Larson ensuing kickoff is fielded on the run by Hunter Tinky around the eight-yard line for Wawasee. He'll bring it back on the near sideline. And 
will be dropped around the 18-yard line for a return of about 8 or 9 yards. But Wallace C. right now with 3.11 to go before half, chasing a 13-point deficit at 20-7. Caveman Matt have run off 20 consecutive points. Yeah, they just got called for a block in the back on that kick return, too. So that's going to take them half the distance backwards. So that's going to put them at the 9-yard line, it looks like, to start this drive, which is not where you want to start, where you've been giving up a lot of pressure from the Caveman defensive and so that block in the back is a huge one. Hey, fans, add some real crunch to your next party. Pick up a bag of Jay's Crunchers potato chips at your favorite local grocer. What a way to add some crunch to your next tailgate party with Jay's Crunchers potato chips. Thanks to Carl's Distributing Locally and Jay's for being a sponsor of high school sports on the radio here at 96.1 The Ton. little slant pass off to the near left side. No connection there to Brandon Pike intended by Mason Shoemaker. So after the penalty, setting up now... First and 10 from the about 9. It will be second down on the incompleted pass. Well, they've got really nothing going on the ground other than some quarterback runs. They had a couple big pass plays, but both of them, Caveman had chances at. One right through the hands, another one wrestled away. So they got to get something going here, second and 10 deep in their own territory. Shotgun formation, Shoemaker, two-step drop. Flushed out. He's in trouble. He's dropped in the end zone. Loose ball on the ground, and it is a touchdown to Shawaka. Let's see who recovered in the end zone. It will be a caveman score on a recovered fumble in the end zone. Looked like 23, maybe. That's who I thought, too. That would be John Cohan. The 5'10", 195-pound junior reserve linebacker. And John Cohen with the recovery in the end zone, but there's a injured player. There's an injured caveman down as well on the play. I think that's Carmine Orozco, actually. You are correct. I can just tell how big he is out there. You see him walking around the school. I can also see yeah. the 54 on his shoulder pads. Oh, there you go. That would be a big, big loss for the caveman as Coach Keith Kinder and trainer Hannah Hess, a long-suffering Hannah Hess, she is a hard-working one-girl wrecking crew in the athletic training room. And good news, Orozco is up, so maybe just a little stinger. Shake it up on the play. He will hustle off. And the Cademan will take advantage of that fumble recovery in the end zone to extend their lead up to 26-7. And a fumble recovery for a score. Put that on the board. See, in softball, you'd get a sticker for that on your helmet or whatever like that. No. Well, they, the, <laughs> the cavemen almost had one earlier this year. Uh, I think it was at Goshen, maybe, where they got a fumble in the end zone. But uh, they didn't give it to him. They gave him at the one. Actually, that was a Warsaw now that I think about it. Uh, and they got this one, though, so they gave him the touchdown. So now the cavemen will go for the point after conversion. Lucas Larson, who missed one wide left a few moments ago, will wait for the snap. Brady Fisher will hold, digs out the snap. He nails this one straight up to the uprights, and good. Good kick there for the point after conversion by Mishawaka's Lucas Larson. Timeout on the field, 3-0-1 to go here in this second quarter. Cavemen take advantage of the Wawasee fumble and score in the end zone. 27-7 Mishawaka. We're back after this on 96-1 the ton. And now this local disclaimer by your sports play-by-play guy. There will be no caveman corner this Monday night with the fall break. Good point. The athletes and coaches taking a break. Yeah, and fall break. Uh, I'll also note the fact that, a.k.a., I forgot to pull this promo out of the (laughs) commercial rotation. So my apologies, but we'll be back with caveman corner 
at Monterey Mexican Grill coming up on the 24th of October, and they're glad to be our hosts for Caveman Corner. So 27-7, Caveman taking advantage of some good field position, a couple of miscues, some untimely penalties, and after a really rough start, period number two has been a whole lot better. Lucas Larson's kick bounces right to 15, takes a high bounce, and then was it touched or not? It runs and bounces out of bounds around the 19-yard line. I think there's a question of whether it was touched maybe before it went out of bounds. If that is the case, then there's no penalty. But now the flag does come out. Actually, yeah. it was just I, I think it feet. hit the line just before, so I think they do. Yeah, they did get that one right. So they'll bring it out to the 35. So a procedure penalty against Mishawaka for kicking the ball out of bounds. But no kick return. So what we'll see with three minutes and one tick remaining on this second quarter clock. Caveman trailed 7-6 after one. Here in period two, it's been all Mishawaka this last nine minutes. They have dominated this game in more than one way. John yeah, Cohen, right. Norvell Miller with a score, and Chaz Hardy with scores. And Coach Kinder's going to be looking for more up 20 right now. He's going to try to get some more here before the half ends. Shotgun snap now. Looking right, firing to the right is Shoemaker, and as he gets ready to do so, he is submerged by some caveman defenders, and now there's a shaken-up warrior down on the field and stop the clock at 2.53 before half. And as we try to dial in with these very difficult numbers to see, it is a warrior injury like to number 33, back. Brandon Kelly. He's a backup running back. And we have an injury timeout of the field. So we'll take a break with 2.53 to play here before halftime. And again, the Mishawaka Education Foundation halftime report coming up in a few moments. Dean Huppert will actually visit with the Education Foundation chairman. And uh, certainly we'll get scores and more from Matt Embry on the U.S. Signcrafter scoreboard. But an injury timeout here from Wabasee High School with our score. 27-7 came in back in 30 seconds on W. So after the injury timeout, Brandon Kelly from Wabasee hobbles off the field with 80% under his own power. Shotgun snaps. Shoemaker drops back, throws to the near side. Pass caught by Pike. He'll step in, turns, cuts on the defender. It spins out of bounds around the 42-yard line on a pickup of about 11, maybe 12. Good pass there by Shoemaker against some traffic coming from the internal defense of the caveman. Again, working tonight with a four-man defensive front. Aiden Hooten not in the lineup. He's out tonight. As also, offensive starting fullback Chase Gooden. He had over 1,000 yards rushing last year with lots of injuries and very limited time at the 634 net yards mark for Gooden. But been a bullpen by committee of running backs for the caveman here through this 7-1 season so far. 33, back to pass. Shoemaker dumps it off to the right. Pass caught out of the backfield. And after the catch, the run forward past the 45 to the 47. The catch and run by Hunter Tiki. And he needed four. He got that much for the first down and more. And a first down there by Kevin Putz, the first Bedwest Mortgage, will give Wallace C a new set of downs at 227 to play here before halftime. Caveman up by 20 at 27-7. Well, and Pike on the reception before that came to the sidelines is immediately throwing up, so he doesn't look like he's feeling very good. So we'll see. We'll keep an eye on that, too, for the wide receiving core. Shoemaker shotgun step inside feed to Zimmerman. Zimmerman will get only back to the 45 for a loss of a yard on the play. Good. Good defensive pursuit there again by that front defensive line. Caveman that time with stop made by John Cohen. 
who had the fumble recovery for a score in Brandon Eby, or Balin Eby, rather. Why did I call him Brandon? Happens. Shotgun snap. Shoemaker rolled out in trouble, getting pressure, and he'll be sacked back at the 32-yard line. Huge loss of about 17 on the play, and great inside pursuit by Peyton Jones, Balin Eby, and others for the caveman. Yeah, it looked like Mitch Walker called a timeout there. Like I said, they're going to try to get some, some more points here, especially after that big loss. So Mishawaka burns a timeout with a minute 34 to play here in period number two. Cavemen 27-7 leaders. Wawasee will be faced with a third and 22 play when we come back. But first, this timeout here, a year and two with Mishawaka Caveman football on 96-1 the top. With Matt Rendell. I'm Brian Miller. Glad to have you with us here at Friday night. What else would you want to do on a Friday night? Hanging out with me? No, it's not cold or anything here in front of this open window. I almost called you Sean, too. So, Brian. <laughs> I'm a little, well, taller, a little wider, I think. But that's all right. So a Wawasee shooting in the foot continues. Yeah. They, that disease here in this entire second quarter. They led 7-6. Had a great opening drive, but they had to punt the ball away. Mishawaka fumbled on their very first snap of the ball, and then Wallacee just a short time later scored to go 7 nothing. And I don't say the Cavemen were shocked, but certainly Wallacee was uh, trying to let everybody know they, they showed up to play here tonight, and now aerial pass to the near left side, kind of in a zone defensive look with defenders of the neighborhood, including Trey Thomas and Caden Williams. That pass was overthrown by Shoemaker, intended for Braden Pike. So incomplete. That on third and 27 makes it fourth and 27 from the 29. And guess what? P-U-N-T time. Punting time for the Warriors. As Tim Bold has been very, very busy. Right. I was going to say, not to, you know, hit them when they're down, but when your punter's having a good game, it means your offense is probably not. Heavy rush, but Bolt pounds this one on the run. The catch and a fair catch called for just before he's able to Nestle it into the uh, breadbasket in the 33-yard line. Of course, there was a fumble on the last punt that was caught in the same type of format, kind of circling around in that wind. That's kind of a cross breeze. But another, it looked like maybe 40-plus-yard punt there as he got it across midfield all the way to the 33, and now the Cavemen have a, a full field, minute 24, and I think they might still have two timeouts. 27-7, Cavemen, they would love to add some points to this advantage and they will get the football to start the second half as Wallace won the game's opening coin toss and got the football on their opening possession so Mishawaka will look to end the first half with the football and start the second half they will certainly get that opportunity Fisher rolls out turns screen dumper to Bean Smith that Bean Smith will break a tackle at the 30 35 and he plunges forward to the 40 yard line that was almost a negative play of three yards somehow Bean Smith was able to free himself from a looks like sure sure tackle right and now the came in a little bit of a hurry up offense and a minute four to go carry there after the catch by Bean Smith good for six yards on the pass completion Brady Fisher toss sweep near side Bean Smith and has his legs cut out from underneath him he's dropped at the 35 yard line good defensive pursuit there by Derek Bontrager and a timeout taken by Keith Kinder and the Mishawaka Cavemen so we'll take a break at 46 seconds before halftime Cavemen trying to add to their 20 point lead Mishawaka 27 Wawa C7 you're two with Cavemen football and 96 won the ton back 
Well, does this bring back high school memories? <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> no, we're, we're, we're definitely spanning the age graph here a little bit. Along with the much younger Matt Rendell, I'm Brian Miller. Matt Embry standing by at our 96-1 The Ton Studios for our halftime report on the U.S. Sidecrafters scoreboard and our halftime report overall brought to you by the Mishawaka Education Foundation granting a better future. You know what's great about technology is people reach out to you at all random times day yeah. and night. My old buddy Kevin DeCrane just texts me. He's like, the Vince Scully of Michigan Radio. He is really full <laughs> of it, let me tell you. But great to hear from him. And a lot of K-Man fans tuned in here tonight. And Brady Fisher takes a snap, throws out to the left side a little fly pattern out to that far left side, intending there for Chaz Hardy. And the defender was able, as that ball maybe just a bit underthrown, had to come back to the ball. And the defender, I don't think, had true intentions of deflecting it, but knocked the ball away as the two K-Men standouts just couldn't make a connection right there on that third down and seven play. So instead of third down and seven now with the incompletion, it's fourth and seven, and it's punting time for Mishawaka. And Mason they, Smith races right. out. They clearly weren't ready to punt. They thought they were going to get a first down there as they were coming from all over the bench to get on the field. Shotgun snap. Floating snap goes to Lucas Larson. He'll put his toe to it. It will take a neutral bounce. And then on a second hop, will roll back inside the 30 to the 29-yard line. And then the caveman posse of special teamers will down it, including Brady Newsom who puts his fingerprints on the football there. And with 33 seconds to play here in this second quarter, what we'll see, we'll have a final shot at the end zone here, trailing by 20 at 27-7. But our halftime report is just around the corner. Anxious to get some scores from the Northern Lakes Conference and a big night in the Northern Indiana Conference as well, including the Battle of the Holy War over at Marion High School between St. Joe and the Knights. I'm really interested in that Northridge-Warsaw game. We've seen both those teams this year play, and uh, Northridge looked really good against Mishawaka. Warsaw did not, and so kind of interested to see where that goes here tonight. That game last report was 7-7 first quarter, but Matt Embry will have those updates for us coming up on our halftime report. So shotgun formation now for Mason Shoemaker. High snap. Waits on the inside handoff. little plunge there for Cameron Zimmerman. And it would look like maybe a three or four yard pickup breaks a tackle and gets the first down out past the 40 to the 43 yard line. And then a quick timeout taken by Wallace C and a first down, which is sponsored by Kevin Putts of First Midwest Mortgage. They'll call it about a 20, check that, about a 12 yard pickup. But out to the 42 yard line and with the timeout, we're just going to keep it right here and remind you that uh, next week, Cade Idol, the IHSA Boys State Football Tournament. The 50th edition. Really? And how far we have come since the tournament began back in the 72-73 season. That stretch of time, there was only four teams and three classes to make the postseason. Now every school has a yep. shot. No matter if you're 0-9, 5-4, 4-5, 9-0. That's true. You're 0-0 and on that first party night of the tournament. But uh, coming up on our halftime report, we'll talk about some of the old formats of the postseason and that cluster buster disaster back in the early 80s. You might need to teach me about that. We'll talk about it. <laughs> History Lesson 101. <laughs> and no, I do not have a teaching license. So shotgun <laughs> formation. Shoemaker after the Wawasee timeout. Fours it to the right side. Passes under throw and incomplete. Picked up off the turf by Trey Thomas, but the ball skipped right around the 46. Thought about an interception. 
but instead Trey Thomas uh, able to deflect it incomplete. So it stops the clock at 19 seconds, and now second and 10, Wawasee at their own 42. That's a third pass that was thrown here tonight that absolutely should have been picked off. One right through the hands, one got wrestled away, and that one, Trey Thomas just couldn't get to it soon enough. It was closest to him than anybody, and that would have been an interception and maybe even a touchdown the other way. Three receivers, two right, one left, single setback in the shotgun formation. Shoemaker back to pass, looking right, firing right, pass caught on the run, and then wrestled down, uh, not out of bounds, by the caveman defense hunter Tinky on the catch and run. Picks up seven yards, and now Wabasee will burn its final timeout at eight seconds in the half. So eight seconds remaining. We will take a break with our score, Mishawaka 27. And Wawa C7, we're back in 30 seconds here as you're two with Mishawaka High School football on 96. Back to Syracuse and Wawa C High School. Along with Matt Rendell, I'm Brian Miller. Got to thank Wawa C Athletic Director Brent Doty and his staff. They are great, great hosts here. And now after the timeout, shotgun snap, forwarding off to the right side, pass is complete, but then on the hit after the catch, the ball is dropped, and the play ultimately ruled incomplete. Intended out there for wide receiver Derek Bontrager, who wears the number nine. And that stops the clock at 3.8 seconds, and now on fourth and four, hey, why not? You go for it because you're either going to take three seconds to make the play happen, or you score, you do something positive, as Wawasee will play the last snap here of this half unless there's a penalty of some sort. Shotgun snap. Shoemaker steps back, throws over the middle. Pass caught out of the backfield. That is Zimmerman. Zimmerman is wrestled bound by one, two, three, and four different white-cladded cavemen. And that will send us to halftime. They pick up a first down yardage on a gain of about 14 by Zimmerman. Cavemen with a mega prevent defense right there, shutting things down and ending things here in the half. But Wawasee, who jumped out early with a 7-0 lead at the 6-10 mark, really since the 5-10 mark of half of the uh, first quarter, rather, since that 5-10 mark when Mishawaka scored their first points, the Cavemen have dominated this football game. Here at the break, Mishawaka 27 and Wawasee 7. We invite you to stay tuned after this timeout. We'll have our Mishawaka Education Foundation halftime report. Granny, a better future is the Mishawaka Education Foundation. Jane Wright, the executive director, will join Dean Huppert for our halftime interview. We'll also have scores and more on the U.S. Seinfrafter scoreboard, a look at high school football and maybe some college hockey, Major League Baseball here this evening as well. But here at the break, 27-7, Cavemen. Looking impressive in that second one. You don't want to go go anywhere. Jane Wright is an absolute treat. Okay, I'm telling you, just wait for that. Looking forward to that interview. We'll be tuned in here in the press box in the much warmer climate upstairs than it is outside. A cool, crisp night here in Kosciuszko County. And the senior night festivities in extended half for some of the cheerleaders and band members who will be honored here at the break. But all that coming up on the halftime report again, sponsored by the Mishawaka Education Foundation. And we salute them for a job well done. Halftime 27-7, your K-Ben of Mishawaka at 7-1, leading the 1-7 Wallace Warriors. Our halftime report will start after this timeout here on 96-1 the ton. And we continue back here at Wawasee High School in Syracuse, Indiana. And welcome back. Halftime, Mishawaka 27, Wawa C7, and our halftime report sponsored by the Mishawaka Education Foundation continues, granting a better future, and we were certainly uh, granted a uh, very nice little uh, 
Let's talk in there from Jane Wright joining uh, Dean for the uh, halftime interview. She is a uh, she's a bundle of energy, absolutely. isn't she? All yeah. the time, too. Yeah, absolutely outstanding. Hey, before we continue and we get into our history lesson, I hadn't <laughs> forgotten about the, the postseason IHSA football postseason uh, history lesson, but a couple of other score updates. Matt Embry with those scores on the U.S. Sidecrafter scoreboard, updated some high school football and college hockey. Great to have Irish hockey back over at the Compton Family Ice Arena, but for us diehard baseball fans, the MLB Divisional Series are underway. Cleveland knocked off the Yankees today over at Yankee Stadium, 4-2 to two to even that series at a game apiece. Philadelphia got home and made a big impression with the home fans. They blasted the Atlanta Braves 9-1. to one. Phils lead that series two games to one. And Dodgers and Padres are playing a little bit later on in the coast as, as a Cub fan. And flashbacks to 84, I cannot root for the Padres. I'm just telling you that. Another high school football update for you. In the Northern Lakes Conference, they're now at halftime down in, or rather over in Middlebury. Got to get my geographic straight here. Over in Middlebury and Warsaw leads North Ridge, the Tigers 14, and the Raiders 13. But, hey, uh, next week, next Friday, a week from tonight, the IHSAA Boys State Football Tournament, uh, powered by the Indianapolis Colts around the Hoosier land, will get underway last year on Thanksgiving weekend in the 49th Annual State Tournament. You saw Indianapolis Lutheran, Andrean, Gibson Southern, along with Mount Vernon, Indy Cathedral, no surprise, and Center Grove, all win state championships in their respective six classes. Certainly 2012, not all that long ago, but uh, 2012, 10 years ago, when the Mishawaka Cavemen got down to the uh, state finals under Coach Bart Curtis. This year, this caveman club is hoping that they've got a little magic. Certainly a very senior-laden team, a team that uh, shows maybe some of the best defensive speed that this uh, team has ever had and this club has ever had. I know Keith Kinder in his fifth season is very excited about the possibilities of the postseason tournament, but uh, the sectional draw took place on Sunday. In case you missed it, it's a blind draw, that with ping-pong balls, I do believe, but the blind draw, at least what they tell us, <clears throat> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> there are times some of us coaches think, no way could you drew that. But but Mishawaka gets a home game after just four home games of the regular season. Caveman in the opening game of the Class 5A sectionals, which is actually in two weeks. The state tournament begins next week for Class 1, 2, 3, and 4A. But the Classes 5A and 6A, which Mishawaka is a part of Class 5A, they will have to wait a week. They get a bye week, which is great to mend up some of those... Uh, injuries and so forth, but uh, they will have a week off, Then on the 28th of October, they will host the South Bend John Adams Eagles. Meanwhile, the other two teams in the Class 5A sectional Mishawaka is a part of, they, two NLC schools, will lock horns at Goshen with the Red Hawks hosting Concord. The winner between Mishawaka and Adams, and the winner between Concord and Goshen will meet on November 4th for a sectional championship, and that's when you start earning trophies and trophy points and there's nothing better than holding a sectional championship trophy uh, give us your thoughts matt rendell on the uh the cavemen getting ready for the postseason yeah i mean the cavemen were you know hopefully get a home game like you said and and they did in that first round they've got a chance to go up a team that they haven't got to play this year in in adams and adams having a, a little bit of a tough year the record's not great but 
Coach Kinder, I talked to him earlier this week, and he said you've got to go out and play every game. You saw it at the very start of this game. Wawasee's had a tough year this year, and the Cavemen kind of gave it away early. They gave up the fumble and stuff. So no matter who you're playing, when it comes to tournament time, you've got to be ready to play, and that they're going to have to be ready to play against Adams. And then if they can win that game, whoever they play in that second game uh, between the winner of Concord and Goshen. Cavemen certainly the favorite going into this Class 5A sectional number 11 that they're a part of. But after not winning the sectional last year for the first time in the Keith Kinder coaching era, uh, certainly the uh, cavemen have their ears pinned back looking for some postseason success. Meanwhile, this Wawasee Warrior Club had a great start here tonight, got out to a 7-0 lead. Now trail, though, here at halftime, 27-7, as the two teams are heading back out for their mandatory warm-up period. Before we kick off the second half of action, Mishawaka will have the football look to add to their 20-point advantage. But this Wawasee Club, they're hoping for a little magic in the second season. They will take very possibly a 1-8 record on the road next week. They will travel to Logansport to take on the Berries. Logansport entering action tonight is 6-2 and two overall. And then that class sectional number, class 3A sectional number 18, or check that, 4A, 4A sectional yeah. number 18, my apologies. Northwood by far the favorite at 8-0. South and Riley, Northridge, each 5-3. and three. Aforementioned Logansport is 6-2. and two. And then you have South and St. Joe and South and Washington, each 2-6. and six. Plymouth at 0-8. Oh and, and then you have this Wawasee Club at 1-7. and seven. But, uh, Certainly some intriguing matchups next week. Plymouth will be home against St. Joe. Interesting matchup has Riley and Northridge. That should provide some excitement. Wawasee again travels to Logansport. And uh, certainly this should be great, uh, some great competition next week for those uh, opening sectional games. And then Mishawaka in 5A and the 6A sectional will uh, have an extra extra week off of bye week before they play. Now, here's that history lesson. <laughs> 49th edition of the state tournament last year. That makes it this the 50th. Back in the day, you had to get an invitation. It's kind of like getting invited to somebody's wedding. If you were in good standing with these people, you probably got an invitation. Interesting. And there was a lot of politics. Really? But in the early 70s, 73, 74, 75, there were just four teams in three classes. So only 12 schools out of all the high schools in the state of Indiana made it to the postseason. Well, then the IHSA opened it up. They doubled that. Eight teams in three classes in the 1976 through the 80 seasons. And in the biggest disaster in the IHSA football history, was called the cluster system and lasted just four years from 1981 through 84. That was in four classes. You had 16 teams make the tournament, but it was only based upon your cluster games. What? There were teams that were 4-4, four and four, but won their cluster games, got in the postseason. Oh. And there were teams who were 7-1, but maybe lost one cluster game. They were setting home that tournament format was flushed rather quickly it lasted four years it should have lasted four minutes but that's crazy but amzy miller long time member of the ihs double committee and a long time administrator and principal at new prairie high school formatted and came up created the format what we currently go with now at that time there was less classes right not six classes right but every team was eligible starting in 1985 that's when high school football was really, truly born right. in Indiana for all the schools, big and little. And uh, that, and that I, I makes do, it the greatest show right. in the state right now. <laughs> I don't do this 
to make people or you feel old, but being born in 1989, all I know <laughs> is every team making it. You know what I mean? Like, that's all, you know, I went to Mishawaka High School, graduated in 2007. You know, I went to the, the Jamborees and the, the games. You know, I lived, grew up on Gernhardt. You know, so we were there on Fridays, and if we weren't, we heard it over the speakers. And so you saw the teams play, and you saw them play in the tournament. Like, that was it. Everybody played. So what year was that again? The year of what? That you were, you, you say you were born? In 1989. I'd covered six state finals by then, so <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. My first state final I ever covered was when it was played at Indianapolis, Washington, and Penn High School was in that uh, state championship game. First year there that you go. Uh, had the... You went through the, the privilege. You went through the winners last year. Two of the winners are playing tonight from last year. Cathedral's playing Center Grove tonight down in Indy. Well, so. if you want to talk about going south, okay, <laughs> the fact that Lartsburg and South Dearborn are playing for their conference championship in the way far southeast. And okay. I only say that because that's my mother's hometown. There you go. And I, <laughs> you got to follow I, it. I, I kind of root for the Lartsburg Tigers from time to time, but they're playing their arch rivals, which used to be the Aurora Red Devils. Now it's a South Dearborn Knights, but as either we get, way, there's our history lesson. Yeah, as we get started here, just a couple <laughs> quick stats things. Uh, and Wallace, we should mention it's 27-7. That's right, that's Mr. right. Walker. We're here, Mr. Walker. We get ready to kick off. Wallace, he ended up with 121 passing yards in that first half, negative 25 rushing yards. 72 of those passing yards were on two plays that probably could have went the other way. So not a lot going there for the Cavemen. They did end up with almost 200 rushing yards in the first half and obviously out to the big lead. So Cavemen look to build on that lead here in the second half with the ball. All right, we turn the page to quarter number three. He's Matt Rendell. I'm Brian Miller. Subbing in tonight for Sean Stiers. Glad to have you with us. Matt Embry back at the 96 one the ton Studios. Spin the dials, keeping us on the air to the best of his ability, and he'll keep us updated on the U.S. Sidecrafter scoreboard throughout the night. Little floating kick fielded around the 24-yard line, brought forward to the 30-35-40, and a whole hustle of defenders will trip up the uh, kick returner right there, number 10, Ethan Bryce. Mitchell Walker will start with exceptional field position, looking to add to their 20-point advantage of 27-7. to Walba C. drew first blood in this game. They took the opening kickoff. They marched down the field. Ultimately would have to punt, pin Mishawaka deep. Mishawaka, one play later, fumbled. Walba C. recovered on a short field and then went up 7 to nothing. After that 7 nothing lead at 6-10 first quarter, it's pretty much been all cavemen ever since then. Brady Fisher takes the opening snap of the half. He will try to keep it himself and push off right tackle. He actually dropped the opening snap of the half there. He dropped it on the ground, picked it back up right away, and got a yard or two. That's why I need these, called <laughs> binoculars. Trying to read and not use the binoculars is a bad, bad thing, especially with the uh, shiny bright lights yes. here reflecting off the press box windows. It is a tough view tonight. Now Fisher under center almost got the Wabasee Warriors to bite on that second and nine snap. Just underway in period three. Bean Smith in motion. Fakes out, cuts up. Novell Miller will get the inside handoff, and he'll blast right up center stage behind center Garrett Ginter and company, and they will surge forward to the 49-and-a-half, almost the 50-yard line, just shy of midfield. It'll be third down and four. We're just underway a minute into this third quarter, and Mishawaka again leading 27-7 putting 21 points on the board to take control in that second quarter. Single setback, it is Miller. Now Fisher, back to pass, throwing to a wide open receiver, and Hardy dropped the football. Nobody within five yards either direction of Chaz Hardy, but he just could not hold on to the football, and that's one that got away. 
Yeah, and that was one where we've talked all season. The passing game hasn't really been there. Uh, we saw a couple games where good passes, three completions tonight for Brady Fisher, but all of them on kind of swing screen passes. That one he goes downfield 10, 15 yards, puts it right on him. It's right on Chase Hardy, nobody around him. Or Chaz Hardy, excuse me, and he had a chance, but he, it goes through his hands and hits the ground. So Cavemen will go to work now on fourth and three. Fisher takes snap, drops back steps behind a blocker and then peels out side right and has a whole bunch of yardage and more for the first down. Takes it out past the 45, past the 40, and down to the 38-yard line. He needed about two. He picked up about 14. Yeah, and a really good run there, and you've seen it all night. We talked about it earlier. When they need those yards, those first down yardage on third downs, fourth downs, Brady Fisher has taken it, taken that one-step drop, and then found an opening and got it. Cavemen will go to work with a wing left, wing right. That is Smith and Hardy, respectively. Single setback, no wideouts. Now Hardy in motion. They fake the toss sweep. They'll go with the inside blast of the fullback. It is Novell Miller, and Miller will surge off left tackle and left side for about five yards. It'll be second down for the Cavemen. 10-10 to go here in period number three. That's what Novell Miller gives you on his first run in this half. He did it in that run. He's getting hit at the line of scrimmage, and he has that power and speed to get a few more yards as long as he can hold on to that ball. Caveman bring Reese Sellers into the rotation on the offensive line now. Fisher behind center with, again, Ginter waiting for the snap. He'll send Hardy in motion. Again, a fake of the fullback handoff. Beat Smith outside, toss right. He'll sweep it past the 30, that pass the 20, down to the 10, down to the 5. He'll spin in towards the end zone, and he's out of bounds, short of the goal line by about 3 yards. For a minute, I thought Smith might have been able to reach inside the pylon and get the score, but instead, Bean Smith on that very nifty run, came in doing a lot of motion, a lot of shifting, and a very nifty run there by Bean Smith. We'll set the caveman up first to goal to go inside the five. They'll mark the football at the three. Well, Bean Smith today has three carries for 50 yards. One of those went for negative three. So if that tells you what kind of big play he has, he's got that ability to get those big plays for the caveman. Single setback is Hardy now. Handoff. Hardy gets it, and he is met with an exclamation point right at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, one of the hardest hits we've seen all day. Wallace got right through there. Couldn't see who it was with the numbers and everything. But Donovan Blair. Yeah, it just came right through, and that's one of the one of those two-way players. He's had a good game as a tight end, caught that two-point or the the touchdown pass, and right there came through, hit Hardy right away. So second and goal to go from the three. This time a handoff goes to Chaz Hardy, and he goes untouched off left tackle into the end zone. Touchdown, Mishawaka. So the cavemen. Score here on their opening possession of half number two. And they run a stretch now of 33 unanswered points. They'll lead it 33-7 with the point after conversion upcoming, or will they go for two? Yeah, it looks like there's no kicker in sight here. It looks like they're going to go for two. Going for two and then adding a touchdown would put it at that 35-point plateau to start a running clock. So two wideouts to the near left, Mason Smith and also Ethan Bryce. Single setback is Hardy. They will take the handoff, and instead, Brady Fisher, after the fake, kept it and could not get out to the left side on a sweep play, and a two-point conversion is stopped there by Wawasee. But timeout on the field at 9.08 to play here in half number two in our third quarter of play. Cavemen in control right now. They lead Wawasee 33-7. We'll break for this as you're two with Cavemen football on 96-1. 
The Lucas Larson kick fielded by Wawa C to continue action. Back inside the 10-yard line, brought forward to the 20, up to the 25, and spun out of bounds just shy of the 30-yard line is Hunter Tinky. Tinky has been a busy young man tonight, the 5'10 junior for Wawa C. And now the Warriors will go to work needing to slow down the momentum of this caveman club who looks to go 8-1 on the season. Right now, Mishawak in the driver's seat here with nine minutes to go third quarter, leading 33-7. Well, that looked like a face mask. It was right over here on the sideline. Tinky's head kind of moved back, and he was not happy. Coaches weren't happy, but there was no call, and the ref was right there. So, Mason Shoemaker in the shotgun formation. There are wide outs and split outs and all kinds of people spread out across the field in the inside handoff to Cameron Zimmerman, the 5'11 senior, plus forward. For a pickup of about six yards, we'll call it second down, second and four. Again, early stages of our third quarter. Cavemen who had the football to begin the half marched down the field and basically took just under three minutes to score to keep the momentum on their side of the gridiron. Shotgun formation again for Shoemaker. Three receivers, two to the left, one to the right, inside handoff again. And turning, spinning, trying to cut to the outside with the short side of the field here in front of us. Very little running room there for number 30, Cameron Zimmerman. And Zimmerman gets a yard, maybe we'll call it two. He needed four, so right now we're in a third and one situation based on the forward progress. Football at the near right hash mark as the Warriors here on their home turf go left to right. Just outside the 39-yard line, and now they'll just try to surge forward for the first down. And I think forward progress is good out to the 40, so we'll we'll see first down. Yeah, good few plays there. They got a good run on first down, ran it on second, and got positive yardage, and that puts you in position for a QB sneak for a first down to the 40-yard line. Caveman continue to employ that four-man front. Normally they run with a 3-4-4 defense. Tonight running with a four-man defensive front line, Aiden Hooten, one of their linebacking Stalwarts, he is not in the lineup tonight, resting due to an injury. Well, they've shuffled the defense just a bit and added a fourth down lineman. Now, shotgun snap, Shoemaker dumps it here to the near side, and we're going to get a penalty on that. Yeah, that's a pretty easy call. Caden Williams had hit him out of bounds, and then he kind of like let him go for a second, and there are the, they were all the way past the, the line of players on the sideline, and then he took him down. That was almost on the track yeah why and these are some of the items that Keith Kinder talked about in the pregame show just consistently making good choices consistently not shooting yourselves in the foot with penalties or untimely turnovers and that right there was one that uh, I'm sure will be discussed sooner and later by the caveman coaching staff well yeah that puts it all the way in the Mishawaka territory at the Mishawaka 43 now so first and ten, brought to you by Kevin Putz, the first Bedwoods Mortgage for what we'll see. Inside handoff to Cameron Zimmerman. Kind of a draw play, if you will, out of the shotgun. And a loss of a couple of yards on the play. It was a very deep snap. And Zimmerman actually gained about two or three yards, but still short of the line of scrimmage and losing two officially to make it second and 12. 7-10 here in the third quarter. And Mishawaki in the driver's seat, 33-7. And now... Pike and Tinky will be employed as two of the three receivers wide out. They will go to the left-hand side. 
I formation flanked to the left of the shotgun quarterback Shoemaker who will throw down over the middle to the tight end. Pass is completed to 40. Turning, spinning forward and picking up an extra yard or two out to the 37 was, I believe, Donovan Blair. That's what it looked like to me. So, And again, my apologies because the numbers on black jerseys and dark green are incredibly difficult to read with the binoculars on or off. So in a somewhat hurry-up offense now, gain of seven on that play, or actually six on that last play, makes it third and four now. 6.15, clock rolling, play clock down to 10. Long signal count, Shoemaker looking at the wrist guard and then to the sideline, high snap, just inside of the play clock going to zero. And a little dumper. And a Wallace Warrior first down as they go over the middle. And again, connect with Donovan Blair. Well, this is this is the area of the field that came in defense has struggled with some. We saw it against Northridge, where if you can get it into that middle of the field, you saw even Northwood ran a pass there that went for a touchdown. That middle of the field's open. They've hit it two or three times here on this drive, and that Blair's gotten a couple first downs for the Warriors as they move down inside the 30. Shotgun formation. I tandem to the right of the quarterback, Shoemaker. They will try an inside handoff and nothing going there. Great pursuit by the K-man defense of Carmine Orozco. The first K-man to greet him right at the line of scrimmage. In fact, a loss of a yard or two on the play. Yeah, really good play by Orozco there as he was able to get the runner behind the line of scrimmage. And the run game just hasn't been there for Wallace all night. Orozco is just getting better and better and better. And I know in our pregame conversation with Keith Kinder, and our coach's comments, sponsored by Beef of Brady's of Granger. Coach Kinder talked about some of these sophomores who have really matured and made some big, big contributions here lately. little flare-out floating pass to the left flat area. And Braden Pike with the catch. Pike is a little easier to find on the field, not because you can read his jersey any easier than anybody else, but he's got neon yeah. pink socks on. I, was, I looked up thinking, how do, how do you know that, Brian? How do you know? And then I saw it right away. <laughs> the flashing neon pink. 444 to play here in the third. 33-7. Caveman. As well as he trying to snap. 33 unanswered points by Mishawaka. The ball's picked off out of the end zone. The pass there by Shoemaker. Picked off at the goal line. Brought forward back across the field to the 20, to the 30, to the 40. Another broken tackle. Cutting back towards the middle and finally being brought down as the return man for Mishawaka. That is going to be Jack Troyer. And a really great interception. When that pass was thrown, I saw the... The, uh, it looked like number three. Oh, actually, yeah, we were just talking about it. Pike run into the end zone. He was wide open. Troyer came from that safety spot, got one hand on it, and then brought it in, and then a really good return out to midfield. Jack Troyer with the pick at the goal line, and very very reminiscent of the interception he had back in game one at Marion that he returned for 27 yards. That was a big swing as far as momentum was concerned in that game back in week one. And here tonight when Wallace driving and uh, maybe looking to uh, put some points on the board and getting back into this game, the Jack Troy interception from strong safety slams the door and Mishawaka with great field position on that 44-yard return. Now up the middle, Chaz Hardy's going to break right past one and two defenders. He's to the 30, he's to the 20, he's to the 10, five, touchdown, touchdown Mishawaka. One play from 47 yards, exclamation point. So the Cavemen in two plays, one on the interception return, back to midfield, and then that run of 47 by Hardy 
They cover almost 100 yards in two plays, and they score to advance the contest to 39-7. Yeah, what a great job both by the defense. They've given up a few plays. Jack Schroer makes a great defensive play, and then right off the bat, they said, let's give it to Chaz Hardy up the middle. He hit a hole, and he was up off and running, and nobody stood a chance of catching him once he got in the open field. He was in the see you by zone, and now point after conversion for Mishawaka and Lucas Larson. Larson was nailed 20 PATs coming into tonight's game. Gets a snap. Gets a good hold from Fisher. Nails the extra point. Up and good. He splits the uprights. 4-12. 4 minutes and 12 seconds to go here in the third quarter with our score. Mishawaka 40. Wallace C7. We're back after this on your home for Mishawaka Caveman Football. 96-1 the ton. Couple of updates from around the Northern Lakes Converts on the U.S. Signcrafter scoreboard. Some lopsided tallies right now down in Plymouth and over in Napanee. Concord having their way with the Plymouth Rockies 45-0 minimum. And Northwood, no doubt they will go undefeated and win the NLC championship as they are in the driver's seat at home versus Goshen 42 to nothing. The ensuing kickoff by Lucas Larson, the cavemen but I think resulted offsides. in a penalty. Yeah, they called the game in for offsides there on the kick. So, Well, I know last week, and in, in, I kind of teased Keith Kinner in the pregame conversation we had earlier today that aired here this evening, uh, the great escape from Dunlap, kind of escaping Concord last Friday with a 15-11 to 11 win, and 400-some yards, 412 yards of memory served yeah. to about 170. Right. Totally lopsided in, in stats, but so close on the scoreboard, almost hanging an L on week number eight. And they talked about the focus and everything coming here tonight. And, and again, kids are human. We're all human. You, you look and say, hey, well, the season's only one and seven. We should be fine. But this K Bay club is n- not playing well consistently. And now the ensuing kick brought forward to the 12. Down past midfield. Now a horse collar penalty as the kick returner past midfield to the 40 is running about from behind and a horse collar tackled by a caveman defender. So lots of laundry here by the officials. And that is the second, I won't call it flagrant, but just very untimely and unnecessary penalties by the Mishawaki caveman. And it's going to be another 15 yarder. We had one a few moments ago right in front of us here on the Wobbesee sideline on a very late hit by a caveman defender. And this time on special teams, the Warriors get a great kick return. And that is something that's really hunted Mishawaka and special teams this year as other teams kick returns. And to all the fans in the stands that have been hollering about kicking the ball out of bounds, huh, huh, huh. <laughs> Show me your coach's license. <laughs> It becomes a challenge when you're when you're kicking off and giving up that much field position, or like against Northwood, a touchdown that really costs you the game. Shotgun snap, back to pass, looking right, floating right, wide open man is catching the football down to the two yard line, and just shy of the goal line, a perfect little floater down inside the five yard line, snagged by Derek Bontrager from Mason Shoemaker. So Wallace C not going away. No, and, and even though it's score, forty yeah. to seven, they're still working hard. They're playing with a lot of pride here on senior night. Shoemaker and company first to goal to go from the Mishawaka three, trailing forty to seven. Fake of the outside pass and the inside handoff stays inside to Cameron Zimmerman, the fullback, and Zimmerman able to get 
if anything, a half yard or a couple of inches, but they'll say no gain on the play. Second goal to go from the Mishawaka three. 326 clock ticking here in period number three. Wawasee one and seven on the season. They've been shut out in three of their last four games in this four-game losing skid. They're playing with a lot of pride and a lot of guts here this evening, and now they will just try to do a student body straight up the middle. Everybody in a black and green jersey push, and we'll see if we can outmuscle the caveman defensive line, and what we'll see with that try gets a yard. And Third it did not goal. work. <laughs> they tried to power well, their way for, an, a, for yard, a yard, yes. you needed three. So back to the drawing board in no huddle. Mason Shoemaker brings his team back to the line of scrimmage. Now he'll run with a full house backfield, and he'll take under center. Waiting for the snap. He will take the handoff and try to push forward, and he will do so with a surge by the offensive line for Wawasee for a Wawasee touchdown. celebration here for the Warriors as their fans are in jubilation mode on a touchdown from two yards out by quarterback Mason Shoemaker and that's set up again a good kick return a penalty that the caveman just can't afford to make and then a, a pass on first down they just throw it down the field and get down to the three yard line point after conversion now they will see if Tim Bolt out of the hold of Shoemaker can get the extra point to go through, and it is up, and it is good. Two minutes, 34 seconds to play. Period number three. Wallace C not going away. Mishawaka leading, though, comfortably. 40-14. We break for this. As you're two with Mishawaka K-Man football on 96-1 the top. Along with Matt Rendell, I'm Brian Miller back here at Wallace C High School. About 2.50 to go in the third quarter. They got a great one going on in Middlebury. 21-21 on the U.S. Seinfrafter scoreboard between Northridge and Warsaw. And a little pooch kick goes untouched around the 25-yard line. And let's see who got it. Wawasee out-hustles the caveman to get the football. Trying to, I was going to put that in stats as fumble, but nobody for the caveman got to it. Nobody fumbled it, and it just kind of fell on the ground, and nobody went for it. And all of a sudden, Wawasee ends up with the ball. And again... Great night for, for the kicking game of, of uh, Wawasee. Some good punts, some good f extra points, and, and a really good kick into no man's land there. Tim Bolt does a really good job. He's the kicker, punter, and kind of the all-purpose kicking guy for Wawasee High School. You wouldn't know if they're down 40-14. to 14. No, and, and, I mean, if you're the coaching staff for Wawasee, you don't care that you're down 40-14. to 14. You know your team is playing hard tonight. You know that they've made some good plays tonight, and they're going to try to score again here. So the recovered, as good as an onside kick, it's actually better because it gets you an extra 30 yards down. First and 10 of the 25, back to pass, a little floater over the middle. It is Shoemaker into one, two, three, four, five different defenders in a zone coverage. They try to go down over the middle to, yes, Mr. Pink Sox, Braden Pike. And, and almost had him. I mean, they were, like you said, all the Cayman defenders were there, but that fall in between, that fell in between them, and Pike had a chance to, to get a hold of that one if it was just a little bit closer, and he was in the end zone. So second and ten. Clock stops at 2.30 to play here in period number three. Mishawaka 40 to 14 leaders. Wawa see playing with a little pride at stake here. Now a little floor. Oh, wow! What a hit on the little dumper over to the tight end. 
And he is going to definitely get up, although seeing some stars probably. Pass is incomplete. And definitely shaken up is number 80, Donovan Blair. Yeah, I think he got his bell wrong. Yeah. He has to come out. He's a little wobbly. Over he's here a lot of wobbly. Yeah. I'm not sure which caveman defender had that I think hit. It was Isaac Valdez. It was a yeah. mammoth hit. It was Isaac Valdez. So hang a star on that hit. And it stops play at third down and 10 from the 25. And a little surprise running play there. Inside draw play attempted by Shoemaker to Zimmerman. And Cameron Zimmerman only able to get a yard out of it. So now it'll be fourth down and nine from the 24. And that was Valdez again after making the big hit on the play before. He just hit the running back, stopped him in his tracks, and took him down to make it fourth down. So a shotgun formation with two receivers right, one receiver left, single setback, back to pass, going for it all in the end zone. Pass is almost intercepted. Bobbled down in the corner by Malik Washington, and it goes incomplete. And in all due respect, that's probably a good drop because it was fourth down. Mishawaki gets the ball back. On a touchback, they get it to the 20. Here instead, they're going to get the ball at the 23-yard line. Yeah, and, and as a defender, you're trying to go for those interceptions, right? You, you don't, you know, you're trained to go for the ball, and so sometimes you forget. But, yeah, a little bit better field position. So Mishawaka will dodge the Wawasee bullet. And they will go to work now with a minute 47 here in the third quarter of action on a very cool, windy, and crisp mid-fall night here in Syracuse. Temperatures in the 40s right now. And now a handoff with a blast right up center stage. Nothing fancy there for the cavemen. And Novell Miller will, on a first and ten play, he'll explode free up the middle for nine. We're counting down here towards close to the end of the, the third quarter, minute 20 or so to, to play. And right now, I don't think Coach Keith Kinder thought he was going to have to keep all of these starters in at this point. Not at as all. As they are right now. Snap. Fisher hands to Miller. Miller off right side. And he will push forward for the first down and more. First downs are brought to you by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. Clock at a minute 12. Remaining, and as they advance the change, it stops, and now it restarts. As we're in the final minute here of this third quarter, caveman 40-14 leaders, but it has not been a typical 40-14 contest. A lot of sloppiness by the team from Mishawaka tonight. Man in motion, turning, handing, big hole, Miller, which is quickly closed on that left side, and Miller pushes forward to shy of the 45-yard line for a game of about six. Second and five. So second down, we'll call it second and four. Again, just shy of the 45. Well, Brian, today was the last day of school before fall break. We had parent-teacher conferences, lots of stuff going on. And then we talked about the, the practice schedule being messed up. So right now the cavemen playing a little sloppy. We talked about it, and, and all those factors may play in. But Coach Kinder, I'm sure, not going to be happy no matter the reasons for it. Coaches love routine. Kids need routine. Snap. Miller, handoff, right side, first down past the 50 and surges even more up to the 47-yard line for another caveman first down sponsored by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. Ethan Bryce right now with a little issue with his pink wrap on that left leg. 
looks like a streamer running off of his left leg. And as the play is set of the yard markers, of the uh, down markers are advanced, they restart the clock. And now the final seconds, the final seven seconds, will tip off here at Syracuse's Wabasee High School. So, time out of the field. Three quarters in the books here from Warrior Field. And our score after three, Mishawaki in the driver's seat. In a struggle, though, they lead Wabasee 40-14. to We'll have fourth quarter play-by-play after this. York 2 in Mishawaki Caveman Football on 96-1. The time. We turn the page to quarter number four along with the Mishawaka Network's Matt Rendell. I'm Brian Miller. Get ready to start our final 12 minutes of regulation. And after this first snap of the period, we will bring you some scores on the U.S. Signcrafters scoreboard. First play of the fourth quarter, Brady Fisher takes the inside handoff, gives on the outside pitch left to Hardy. Hardy with the first down, little stutter step, shake and bake move past the 35, up to the 30 and run out of bounds inside the 25-yard line. Chaz Hardy with another nifty run and a caveman first down brought to you by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. After three, Mishawaka leading here 14. By a score of 40 to 14 over Wallace C. Other scores in the NLC. Northwood leading Goshen handily 42 nothing. Down at Plymouth, Concord flexing their muscles, beating up on the Rockies 52 nothing. Fourth quarter, Warsaw 28, Northridge 21 over Middlebury. Those are some NLC scores. And in the next snap, and after this, we'll get you some NI updates. Handoff, Fisher, Novell Miller off right tackle. And he will surge forward. Dean Smith with a little lead block there, along with Dawson Nowacki, and picks up yardage where they'll mark him, though. I'm still waiting to find out at the 22-yard line. Do we have a penalty flag? Go ahead. You can talk. Uh, no, you're good. I was trying to figure out what they were saying. I was trying to give Sign you the signal. Sign language does not work on you know the radio, what? okay? You know what? I think I've heard that before. Uh, no, they called a personal foul on the caveman there, so they're... That is the third personal foul in the second half. Yeah, and they, yeah, they marked off that yardage, so, yep, there's a personal foul. So penalty against Mishawaka, that will definitely change the complexion for what would have been maybe a second and seven, second and six play. We're now looking at first down, done over, and... I think it should be second down, yeah. And basically about 24. Ball at the 36, 37-yard line, and now a stoppage in play. I think Keith Kinder wants a timeout. Let's get to those scores. Other scores from the Northern Indiana Conference on the U.S. Sidecrafters scoreboard. At Schoolfield, Penn leading Adams comfortably, 35 to nothing. In New Carlisle, New Prairie, showing their uh, home field advantage and playing well against a good Elkhart Lion team. New Prairie, 28, Elkhart, 7. In Bago Township, Jimtown leads South and Riley in the fourth quarter, 19-7. Down in Walkerton. It's all Glenn. The Falcons lead South and Washington 22 to nothing. And in the Holy War at Otolsky Field, Mishawaka Marion and arch rival South Bend St. Joe, the Knights, the Indians, tied at 21. And St. Joe right now, one minute left at the Marion 35. So there you go. Wow, that is really an update for you on the U.S. scoreboard, isn't that? That's impressive. Justin Frommer. There you go. There you go. Quickly, as they're trying to figure out this, I want to give a big shout-out. We are on fall break. I'm working, teaching at Mishawaka High School. Teachers, staff, we're all ready for a little break, and we're all pretty excited. Special shout-out, Chrissy, 
custodian takes care of my room. Top notch. Top notch. Wow. Got to look out for the custodial staff. They're out here. Uh, they work hard. That's right. Believe me, they work hard. So after they unsort and resort and uh, try to figure this all out after the penalty, a little floater over the middle to a wide open Bean Smith. The first passing touchdown of the season for the caveman. Touchdown, Mishawaka. 37-yard little floater to a wide open receiver, Bean Smith. The touchdown pass by Brady Fisher. And the caveman open up the lead now to 46-14 with the conversion upcoming. Probably should have been the second one of this game. Chaz already had one that he could have taken to the house. He dropped. That's the same play. They just ran across kind of down the middle of the field there. And this time Bean Smith got it and scored the touchdown. Point after conversion now. Brady Fisher will hold for Lucas Larson, who splits the uprights with a very deep extra point kick. And the kick is good. Tyler on the field. 11.08 to go fourth quarter. Our score, Mishawaka 47. Walba C14. We're back after this on 96 1 the top. Little Jay Giles for us as we come back here to a freeze frame feel in Syracuse. A little play on words. I don't know. It was pretty weak, actually. It was very weak. 47 14. You think, if you just tune in the radio, you think, wow, Mishawaka. Rolling up the Absolutely, sleeves, yeah. flexing their muscles, dominant. Not at all. No. Not a dominant performance. Well, and you not can a, almost not, not a sparkling performance by any stretch. Feel it here, too. You, there are a good number of caveman fans, and usually they're very loud, very into it. But tonight, like, they scored the touchdowns. Maybe you're happy you got a touchdown pass, but overall has been a, a pretty sloppy game for the caveman. Lucas Larson's kick is fielded at the 14-yard line, brought forward by Tinky, back across the 20, and he is upended with a mighty nice defensive hit on special teams by Mickey Robles. And there's a warrior a little shaken up on the play. That actually is the kick yeah. returner, Tinky. He has uh, he's got his he's got his body abused tonight. He's in on a lot of plays and one of those seven players that basically plays all the time, offense, defense, special teams. When we talk about how, how small the team is in terms of number of players in general, even on their sidelines, you're not you're not looking at a, a ton of players. In a school that's, you know, eight, nine, nine hundred kids or so, usually you're going to have a bigger team than what they have right there. So Wallace will go to work trailing 47-14. We're at 11.03 to play here in the fourth quarter. Shotgun formation, wide out three to the right, near underneath. Little pass to Braden Price. Price is run out of bounds by a pair of caveman defenders, Trey Thomas. And Robles on the uh, play defensively, running him out of bounds after pickup of five. Second and five from the Wawa C27. And you do have, it looks like, a number of kind of uh, backup players in there. You don't see Orozco in there or Valdez, some of those big players. But you do have Trey Thomas, uh, Jack Troyer, a couple of those players still in the game. Three wideouts, two to the left, one to the right, back to pass. Shoemaker flushed out, runs to the right, throws to the right, pass is caught. And a short game, but enough for a first down before the tackle by Xavier Juarez. But it, it, that's going to come back, though. Sean Miller of the Cavemen got right by his defender, and they're calling holding on the offensive line there. And so that's going to take him backwards. Lots of substitutions taking place right now for the Cavemen here in this final stretch of the fourth quarter in the driver's seat 47-14. But on the last touchdown, Brady Fisher after throwing for 281 yards of the season, but 
Not a touchdown pass until that connection with teammate Bean Smith. Smith coming in had just one catch for 37 yards. He's had quite a ball game tonight. And now the caveman defense will try to settle in and get the ball back, but Wawasee will go to work now with a little floater off to the right side, and they will say the ball bounced incomplete. Now, two years ago at Wawas or at, uh, two years ago at Warsaw, that was a legal catch. No, I'm telling you, they're they're saying he caught that and had a knee on the ground. So what uh, they're saying is he caught that knee on the ground. And speaking of Warsaw, if you were at Warsaw earlier this year, doesn't matter if you're on the ground or not, you can get uh, up and run. You get up and run. <laughs> if you count 1,001, 1,002, right. then you're you're still good, right? Uh, is that how it works? Yeah, but they lost another three or maybe even more four yards on that play. So now third down and 23. Ball settled between the hash marks of the nine-yard line in Wallace territory. Shotgun Shoemaker back to pass. He's in trouble, and he is brought down. And let's stay corrected on that quarterback call. Nope, that was. Okay, that yeah. was Shoemaker. For a moment, I thought they had went to the, to the depth chart. Well, right now they're going to go to the punting unit. Well, and they've got a tough one. They're right at the inch line almost. He got sacked there by Sean Miller and a couple other cavemen, and he was fall he fell into the end zone as he was getting sacked. But I think it was a good call. I think he got hit outside the end zone. But you're barely outside, and now you're punting from the back of the end zone. So things are going to get a little tight where the ball's at the one. Safety does get you that 35-point lead, though. Here comes a snap. Here comes a light rush. Good kick, fair catch, called for, fumbled, bobbled, fumbled again on the ground, and dove on by Brady Newsom. And even there, I mean, that's a tough way to place the punt from. He got it all the way out to the 40 from the back of the end zone. Tim Bolt's a good kicker. Absolutely. I know we've seen really good kicking this year in the NLC overall, but uh, Tim Bolt is as good as any of them. He's got to work out tonight. If this was a little warmer weather, you'd have him ice his leg out. That's right. I don't think he That's needs right. ice his leg, but he might need a, a good massage. 8.45 to play here in our fourth quarter. Mishawaka, 8.45 away from extending their record and expanding their win total to eight. Eight and one regular season. Surprised to see both Novell Miller and uh, Brady Fisher back in the game right now. Fisher will take the snap and hand off to Miller, who will bust off left tackle. And push forward to the 35, stopped it short of the 34 for a gain of about five. Kidman going to the depth chart a little bit more. Reese Sellers in the lineup. Senior Will Shalio in on the offensive line, among others. Mason Smith also in down here. Smith a wide out to the near right-hand side. A right out as well to the far left. Cavemen go left to right as we describe it. And now in the second down and five play. Fisher, toss sweep. Out to the far left. Ethan Bryce, shake and bake. First down and more. Pass the 25 to the 20 and dives forward to the 16-yard line. Nifty run there by Ethan Bryce. On the toss sweep from Fisher going left. Yeah, nice 17-yard run there for Ethan Bryce. And nice to get some of these guys. Ethan Bryce hasn't had a lot of touches this week. Get him some touch, or this, excuse me, tonight. Get him, get him a touch here. Keep him in, engaged in, in the team here as you get ready for sectional play. Bryce with 18 carries for 163 yards. Did have a touchdown last week at Concord, his fourth of the season. And right now it's 7.42 to play. And the caveman in the driver's seat, 47-14. 
Go back to work first and ten after that first down. Sponsored by Kevin Putz, the first Midwest Mortgage. Handoff off right tackle. And Novell Miller will do it on his own that time. He carried a couple of defenders. An extra three or four yards. And picked up three on the play. Second and seven. Will Shalio playing center here for the Cayman. Really great story. He's involved in a lot of stuff at the school. Runs distance on the track team, choir, band. Uh, just a good personality, really good kid. Uh, I think he's the backup fullback here tonight. So. Yes. Jacob Bush also in there. Great to see him mm-hmm. on the field. Lining up at right tackle right now. And Tyler Moss just came in the game too. Bryce in motion, but instead they'll go a fullback blast up the middle. Well, and as we say that, that was Will Shalio at fullback. So they brought in Moss, I think, to, to take over on the line for him. And then uh, Will Shalio got the, the carry up the middle. Good to see him touch the ball in that uh, capacity. Of course, the highlight probably real that will be shown time and time again at the Shalio house. Yeah. The Will's <laughs> touchdown at Absolutely. Goshen. I got a few good pictures of that, too. Multi-talented. You carry carry a pretty mean lens. (laughs) I do, I do. So the cave-in on the march, facing third and four from the Wawasee 11-yard line at 6.22 to play here in the fourth, and the cave-in looking to extend their current 47-14 lead. And clearly taking their time out there. Play clock down to 12 seconds. Fisher waiting down to six, down to five. Now he'll take the snap, toss sweep to the near right-hand side. Good blockers out there, but a good job of peeling off that blocker and tackling Bean Smith at the five-yard line. Smith came from the wing left position and or the left halfback and is able to pick up about six yards, had thoughts of hitting the end zone for the second time tonight, but was upended by a Pretty nice move on a uh, by a Wabasee defender. Yeah, now at first and goal, wouldn't be surprised if they try to get another highlight for Will Shalio here. He's in the game at fullback for the Cavemen. Cavemen lining up. Handoff, Shalio up the middle, down to the goal line, surges forward. Touchdown, Mishawaka. Will Shalio with his second score of the season. And the caveman put an exclamation point on this one. It's 53-14. And that's just, again, good stories here. Coach Kinder talked about he's one of those guys who um, comes to practice every day, practices hard, gives you whatever you need, has the great, good grades. He's always, you know, taking care of people. So uh, good to see kids like Will Shalio here on these games where you have a chance to get him, get him some touches and, and show him, hey, you're part of this team, and he's a big part of the team. So they touched down by Will Shalio. And now a conversion upcoming will be out of the hold of Brady Fisher for Lucas Larson. Snap is there, a hold is good. The kick is up, and the kick it is good. Timeout of the field, 4:41 to play. Mishawaka successful on the road mission tonight. Although with some struggles along the way, they lead it impressively, 54-14. We're back in one minute on 96-1. The- We continue action through a huff and puff of a heavy breeze here. The kick by Lucas Larson, fielded by Hunter Tinky at the 10, brought forward to the 15, shaken back outside of the 25, 30, 35, 40, and finally brought down, actually just shy of that 40-yard line. A couple of updates for you on the U.S. Soundcrafters scoreboard. 
our first final of the night from the Northern Indiana Conference. The John Glenn Falcons win impressively on their home turf. Down to Walkerton, they defeat the South Washington Panthers. Glenn 36 nothing winners. And up at the Otulski Field in the Princess City in the Holy War battle, Marion, St. Joe, 21-21, heading overtime. It's always a good one, no matter what the records are. Here it's 54-14 Cavemen. A running clock has taken place. The IHSAA and National Federation rule of 35 nothing or better. You go then to a continuous clock, and that's what we will see here for the final minute or three minutes plus of play. And now a little slant pattern out to the far right side. Passes caught. Gain of seven makes it second and three. Could not see who actually fielded that ball. Let's see. It, it wasn't is, Pike. It is uh, number nine. That would be Bontrager. Again, it is so difficult to see those numbers. Shoemaker back to pass, looking to the near left, connecting with his receiver out past midfield, and the catch and run there by Hunter Tinky gets the first down. He needed four. He got six. First down, Wabasee at the three-minute mark, and again, continuous clock moving with the caveman in the driver's seat, 54-14. to 14. Wabasee in a bit of a hurry-up offense, and rightly so. Back to pass, throw near side, it skips off the turf incomplete. Now normally it would stop the clock. Shoemaker touching his chest, basically saying, hey, my bad. On that throw to an open Braden Pike that skipped off the turf. Again, it would normally stop the clock, but with the continuous clock, the clock continues to roll now, ticking down to 222 to play. Four receivers, two left, two right. In the trip set, single setback. Back to pass, two-step drop. Near side pass, Shoemaker to the sideline. And the catch there by Donovan Blair, the tight end. Good to see Blair on the field. He got his bell rung pretty good about five minutes ago in playing time. When he's had a nice game, he caught the touchdown passes, made a couple good catches over the middle, but he's got hit pretty hard twice. Caveman switching up some things on that front defensive line with four rushers right now, and they pass over the middle, needing six yards, and they pass complete. To the Warrior receiver for a first down. Goes to the fullback Cameron Zimmerman. But Caveman right now emptying the bench with Caden Oltman and Trey Dunning getting some varsity time here in this lopsided fourth quarter. The catch there by Pike. He'll step in between a defender or two and tries to cut back up the field, stopped at the 25 yard line. On first and ten, a play good for nine yards. It'll be second and one with 1-11 to play here in this fourth quarter. Again, continuous clock. Shoemaker turns, throws near side, passes complete to Pike. And Pike is tripped up there by Trey Thomas at the 13-yard line. Clock under a minute now. Again, continuous clock. Caveman leading by 40. 54-14, the last touchdown at the 5-13 mark through the uh, running game of Will Shalio and the pass down to the four, caught and then turning is Blair, but Blair bobbled the ball incomplete. For a moment, I thought it was a fumble. It was. He did drop it. Pike came up with that. Blair caught it, got a hit. That came flying out, and Pike laid, laid on it at the one-yard line. So Wallace is going to burn a timeout. They did recover the ball. 
And 35 nothing, or 35 seconds rather, the clock does stop with the timeout. So we remind you, next week is an idle week for the Mishawaka Cavemen and all the teams, for that matter, in Indiana in Class 5 and 6A. Classes 1, 2, 3, and 4A will all go to tournament play next week, including this Wallace Sea Club. They will take a 1-8 and eight record on the road to play the Logansport Berries down in Logansport. A pretty good John in the opening week of the sectional. And entering play tonight, Logansport stood at 6-2 and two on the season. Really, everybody in that. Sectional 18 has got to be pointing to the Northwood Panthers as the team to beat. So full house backfield after the timeout. Turning, handoff, up the middle. Do they get a score? Yes, they do. Wawasi gets it into the end zone on what will probably be the final play of the game. I think he's out here celebrating even though he didn't score. That's good for teammates, you know. You didn't have the season you wanted so far, but you've played hard tonight. They've had some good good plays today, and you've got a chance, just like every team, and you put, into sectionals. And you're putting 20, maybe 21 points on the board against a team that's only given up 13 points per game and a 7-1 record, point after conversion. On the final play of the game, it is up, and it is good. And that is going to do it. Although they stopped the clock at 1.4 seconds. Yeah, I think you do so that stop it after the extra points. If he would have been just <laughs> 1.4 seconds delayed in that stoppage, you would have been okay. But at 54-21, after the Warrior final score, we will have an ensuing kickoff to basically wrap up this football game. Coach, Both coaches are, I think, out on the field saying, hey, let's just run this out. Yep, and they are going to. They're going to line them up. Yep, there we go. They're gonna no. They're gonna yeah. They're gonna run the clock and end the game. So the Cavemen will head out of Syracuse with a win, their third consecutive win against Wawasee in the three years these teams have played against one another since Mishawaka joined as the new member of the Northern Lakes Conference. Here tonight, they clinch second place in the league. Northwood is the outright champion, but the Cavemen certainly. Looking for that consistency factor as they head to the postseason. And Coach Keith Kinder right here at the end of the sportsmanship handshake line pointing to the far end zone to our right. And he will escort his caveman football team down there probably for a very, very sharp sermon. Mishawaka 54. Wawasi 21 the final score. But certainly a ball game that Mishawaka will use lots of the internal portions of to uh, help dictate a lot of focus that they'll need to have in the next couple of weeks before they get ready for sectional play on October 28th against the South Bend John Adams Eagles. But a final score here, Mishawaka 54, Wallace 21. We invite you to stay tuned after this timeout. We will take a quick recap of the scoring. We'll look at some statistics with Matt Rendell's numbers. We'll also uh, talk about the upcoming postseason and have a brief recap here on tonight's postgame show, which is coming up next. Of course, our postgame show just around the corner. We invite you to stay tuned for updates also on the U.S. Soundcrafters scoreboard. One more time for Matt Rendell. I'm Brian Miller from Wallace High School, where our final score is Mishawaka 54, Wallace 21. You heard it on your home for the Cavemen. And welcome back to Wallace High School, along with Matt Rendell of the Mishawaka Network. I'm Brian Miller. Week number nine of the Indiana High School football season, and for that matter, 
the regular season finale here tonight. On the road, Mishawaka wins 54-21, spoiling senior night for the Warriors. But if you look just at the final score, Matt Rendell, or if you tune in and out of this broadcast or maybe check in and out the score on social media, ah, K-Man big win, impressive or dominant fashion or whatever. This was not a dominating win, maybe in the statistics, maybe on the scoreboard, but there are lots of things that I will tell you flat out. The first guy to admit this will be Keith Kinder, the fifth-year head coach of the Mishawaka Caveman. There are some things this Caveman club has to clean up if they're going to win a sectional and have any chance of advancing in the state tournament. Well, we saw it against Concord last week. You made some mistakes. You didn't take advantage, right? Coach Kinder talked earlier this week with me about taking advantage of, of field position, turnovers, things like that. And you saw tonight, right off the bat, you got to stop, turned it right over, and then you you made mistakes. You had big-time penalties, at least three personal foul penalties. You had offsides on a kickoff. You know, you have some of these things that just aren't going to work when you play some of these teams like Concord, like uh, some of the teams that New, uh, Northwood that, that the Cayman lost to. You see these mistakes pile up, and here tonight they really did pile up. 54-21 again the final score. With this win, Mishawaka does improve to 8-1 in the season. Wabasee closes their regular campaign at 1-8. and A quick recap of some other scores around the area. Now, we invite you to stay tuned a little later on in our postgame show on the U.S. Crafter scoreboard. The uh, final report, Matt Embry will be by to recap all the area scores. But here's a few of the highlights. In the fourth quarter, out in Middlebury, Warsaw, Starting to pull away from North Ridge. The Tigers lead the Raiders 35-21. Elsewhere tonight in the NLC, Northwood handily over Goshen. They win the NLC championship outright. Concord denied a blowout win at Plymouth 52-0. In the NIC, Glenn has defeated Washington 36-0. But the big game there in the uh, league, uh, kind of twofold as far as ones that get your attention. In overtime in the Holy War at Marion, St. Joel gets the win in the overtime period. 28-21, while out of New Carlisle, New Prairie flexing their muscles, and they're putting a whooping on the Elkhart Lions, 35-7. I know Elkhart uh, had a lot to say about their loss to Penn, and in a lot of the rankings, they were still ranked ahead of Penn and so forth, and after uh, New Prairie lost last week to the Kingsman, the Cougars making some uh, mighty statement tonight, getting Absolutely. ready to go to the postseason. But again, stay tuned. Post game after uh, we wrap up, post game show report on the U.S. Seinfrafter scoreboard. Matt Embry will have all the honors with a complete recap of those scores and more here on 96 won the ton. Here tonight, 54 21, Mishawaka winning on the road versus Wawasee. Warriors got the opening kickoff. They marched the fee- or marched down the field, ultimately had to punt once they got into Mishawaka territory, pinned the cavemen rather deep in their own territory, and the cavemen first play from scrimmage resulted in a fumble. That was the ball back to the Warriors on a short drive. They would ultimately score the first points of this game at the 6-10 mark in period number one on the four-yard touchdown pass by Mason Shoemaker to the Donovan Blair. And with a point-after conversion by Tim Bolt, the hosts from Wallace C were feeling very good on senior night, leading the ranked cavemen 7-2-0. Mishawaka, with that uh, deficit, had a little bolt of lightning wake them up because just one minute later, they would tie this football game on a couple big plays that ultimately scored on a 32-yard touchdown run by Novell Miller. Miller, after that score, a caveman two-point conversion try was no good. They trailed then by one at 7-6. Wabasee in their next possession would be forced to punt. Mishawaka would get the ball back. They would go to work on a nifty drive that would 
end of the end zone on a 10-yard touchdown run by Chaz Hardy. He had two scores on the night. Hardy's uh, touchdown and a two-point conversion by Brady Fisher made this a 14-7 contest. And from that point, the Cavemen really caught fire. They would score 21 points in the second quarter of play. After that touchdown to make it 14-7, they would force a Wallace punt. Mishawaka would get the ball back. Short drive later, three-yard touchdown by Novell Miller with a point-after conversion no good. That would put them up 20-7. to And then after uh, a difficult drive for Wabasee would result in a fumble in the end zone recovered by John Cohen. The Cavemen get a defensive score and an extra point by Lucas Larson made it 27-7. That's our score as we went to the locker room. Mishawaka would continue their dominance in the third quarter. A Chaz Hardy touchdown with 9.08 to go in the third quarter. And a two-point try that was no good made it 33-7. An interception by Jack Troyer then would set up Mishawaka for their next score, which Troyer's interception from about the goal line or just inside the goal line would come back to near midfield. And then one play later, Chaz Hardy would be off to the races on a 53-yard touchdown run. Extra point good, made it 40-7, to and this game was all but decided. That score came at the 4-12 mark in the third quarter. Wabasee on a two-yard touchdown run by Mason Shoemaker would answer from a 40-7 score to make it 40-14. That was a 2-34 to play in the third quarter. But uh, at that point, Mishawaka would not cover the next kick. Wabasee would recover and just a minute later into the fourth quarter scored a 37-yard touchdown pass. Or rather, they would end their drive to see then Mishawaka get the ball back and scored a 37-yard touchdown pass by Brady Fisher to Bean Smith. That was the first passing score of the season for the Cavemen. Lucas Larson's extra point made it 47-14. Will Shalio would add a little icing on the victory cake with a touchdown plunge at 5-13 to play in the fourth quarter from five yards out. That made it 54-14. Wallace C. would finish up with a score just at the final horn to make it 54-21. Cavemen again are 8-1. They finished in sole possession of second place in the NLC behind frontrunner Northwood, but now these nine games and a scrimmage and a whole bunch of practices are nothing but practice. The real season begins, and if Mishawaka is going to bring home a sectional trophy and end that one-year drought, certainly they would be a heavy favorite against Adams. But if you play like you did tonight, a dangerous athletic team like Adams could really be a problem for the cavemen, and if they can get past Adams in a home game on October 28th, you would anticipate a rematch with Concord, and I'm certainly the Minutemen think that uh, they have every shot in the world to beat a caveman club who really, really a lot of Concord folks think that they should have won that game a week ago over in Dunlap. Either way, you got to win two. got to play two games and play them well if you're going to earn a trophy, and then maybe you get a shot to, to, to go to Fort Wayne and take on some of the big boys in Class 5A. But a uh, lot to be determined in what is uh, – a, uh, could be a very short season because well, you're one and done. Now. Right. Scenario's complicated. You can figure all that out. But if you do have that opportunity to play Adams, play well enough to win, and to go, you'd be going to Concord. That would be on the road if Concord Correct. wins. That would be four games at Concord in the last two seasons um, if that were the case. Well, so. I know the bus driver won't get lost. <laughs> so that's called the uh, the way – well, again, the Northern Lakes Conference shuffled the schedule. Yep. We went to Goshen again this year. Yep. And we went to Concord again this year. While there were teams like Northridge that came to Mishawaka last year, came back to Mishawaka this year. So they'll get that schedule sorted and settled out. But uh, certainly that's the first NLC shakeup in football schedules in a long, 
long. I'll believe long you on that. <laughs> no history lesson. We did that at <laughs> halftime, but nonetheless. Hey, 54-21, the final score. Matt, any final thoughts? I know you've got some numbers to share well, with us. Well, just some quick things. Again, the Caveman defense was very good, especially against the run. Uh, 28 rushes on the game for, for Wawasee, negative 16 yards, and, and that's an impressive thing. They did complete 23 passes uh, for 225 yards, some of that towards the end. For the Cavemen, they, again, 46 rushes, 400 yards. And for uh, pretty much every week, you could say, the Cavemen have a dominate, dominant statistically. Even against Northwood, they had at least 100 more yards than Northwood did. They had the opportunities there. So taking advantage of those big mistakes, eight penalties, a lot of yards on those penalties. Uh, so a, a good game overall for the Cavemen. Novell Miller did end up leading the Cavemen in rushing 20 rushes, 119, two scores. Uh, Chaz Hardy had his best game of the season by far, nine carries, 112 yards, three touchdowns, and some some good uh, catches, too, to get some yards. Hardy only had a not only, but had 178 yards and 31 carries coming in. So right. He almost doubled that output with a, with a, good, a, a fabulous ball game here tonight. And then got a shout-out. Will Shalio got the two carries, eight yards, and the touchdown. And then Brady Fisher, another good game, completed his first touchdown pass of the season. So some positive things for the Cavemen. We've been a little down here tonight. They did score 54, but they've got to take care of some of those things if they want to make a long run, obviously, into sectional starting on the 28th. A team that is very heavenly, uh, very heavily and heavenly at times, I think, but <laughs> heavily laden with seniors. Would love nothing more than to go with a deep run of the postseason, win a sectional, find a way to win a regional, and uh, maybe get into that semi-state. And who knows what could happen Thanksgiving weekend. You take it one step at a time. But uh, a team that certainly has to play its best football in the postseason if they're going to have those opportunities. A lot of fun tonight, Matt Rebel. Absolutely. Thanks for joining me. Sean Styers enjoying a night off. He will be back with uh, the broadcast next week, or let me say that again, yeah. two weeks after the bye week next week, back on October 28th, as Mishawaka will play host to the Eagles of South Bend John Adams High School, the opening round of the 50th IHSAA Boys State Football Tournament. And uh, certainly we're hoping for a little postseason run, and uh, we'll be with you each step of the way right here on the radio. If you can't make it to the stadiums each week and, and follow the games, Certainly tune us in here on the radio and or on the Mishawaka Network for uh, games upcoming in the postseason. And October 28th, because these are sectional games, you can watch those on IHSA TV for free. So totally free to watch. So you can watch those, listen to Sean, and uh, I think myself. Am I, am I back for playoffs? You're back. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah, well, you passed the test. You <laughs> okay, dealt, okay. You've dealt with me two weeks in this season. You get to advance. Perfect. Go. You okay. Get, you don't so get two hundred dollars, but you get to pass. Go. I qualify. You there qualify. We go. You more than qualify. For <laughs> Matt Rendell, I'm Brian Miller. Thanks for tuning in. Congratulations to Keith Kinder and the Mishawaki Caveman on finishing tonight's regular season with a win on the road. They defeat Wabasee here, fifty-four twenty-one. Stay tuned after this timeout. It is Matt Embry with a complete recap of scores and more on the U.S. Signcrafter School Board. From Syracuse, Indiana, and Wabasee High School Warrior Field, special thanks to their athletic staff for their fine hospitality, in particular to their athletic director, Brent Doty, and his team. i got a shout-out to Ann Ritchie. Best hospitality room that I've seen in a long time. Mastacholi and all. Uh, it, was, uh, it was delicious, and actually... 
Those warming ovens kept us kind of toasty up here in the press box, but a lot of fun. Hey, fans, thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned. Matt Embry is next on the U.S. Sign Crafter School Board. Caveman win 54-21 at Wawasee. This has been a presentation of 96-1 the ton. You're home for Mishawaki. Matt Embry in the U.S. Sign Crafter Studios. We continue with our postgame coverage following a 54-21 victory by the Mishawaka Caveman over the Wawasee Warriors. Mishawaka ends the regular season at 8-1 the season in two weeks. They will open, play in the golden anniversary IHSAA Boys Football Tournament presented by the Indianapolis Colts. Again, two weeks from now, Friday, that will be the 28th of October. 6.45 pregame from Steel Stadium as Mishawaka opens tournament play against South Bend Adams. U.S. Sign Crafters, from custom signage and graphic needs to installation and service, U.S. Sign Crafters has you covered with the region's only three-year warranty. Learn more at ussigncrafters.com. Elsewhere in the NLC, all these games have gone final. Concord with an easy win over Plymouth tonight, 52 to nothing. Plymouth now has lost 20 in a row on their current streak, so it's been a rough road for the Rockies. Northwood. Wraps up the NLC championship tonight, 42-6 over Goshen. Warsaw, 14 straight points late to get the victory over Northridge on the road, 35-21, the final score. NIC action, one game still in progress, late fourth quarter, all new Prairie. They are hammering Elkhart tonight, 35-7, that is in the fourth quarter. All these other games have gone final. Bremen, an easy win over Clay tonight, 40 to nothing. Penn goes into school field and dominates against South Bend Adams. That's the opponent for Mishawaka in two weeks, 35-7. Jimtown, an easy win over Riley at Bill Sharp Stadium, 19-7. St. Joe and the Holy Ward, the first time in 62 meetings they have gone to overtime and they outlast. Marion at Tulski Field tonight, 28-21. And no problem for John Glenn. They shut out Washington, 36 to nothing. Once again, the final score, Mishawaka over Wallace 54-21. After this final timeout, we will take a look at our Rossini's carry of the game and the Jays' crunching tackle of the game. You are listening to Mishawaka Caveman Football. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 